Welcome to the official podcast of Fortunia.com. We have the power. I'm your host, AJ, and today we're doing something a little different, rather tonight. It's called Fortunia Late Night, and it's an offshoot of what we do normally on our podcast, you know, with our traditional interviews and topic-specific discussions. But today will be less structured, more abstract, and more raw and just feature two people having a nice conversation. It could go light. Sometimes it could go serious, often over a potential drink. And I'm holding one now. And who better to kick this off than with social media influencer, toy hunter, toy collector, and all around possibly the the nicest guy in the toy collector community himself star of mega j retro on youtube j ban welcome j how's it going brother good to see you good to see you buddy now jay and i've been kind of like circling this like sharks in a way and uh i've been looking forward to you know get to know him and you know since we kind of put both of our lives to some degree out in the public i figured why not get to know each other not just as Motu fans, not just as fellow collectors, but as people, just with thousands of people eavesdropping, of course. So I figured it'd be fun. You know, Jay and I were just uh, talking off screen and he was saying that, um, you know, I was saying that I have gin here and now I'm going to put the gin down. I also have coffee that, uh, you know, normally uh, his drink of choice is Coca-Cola and I'm a Coke Zero guy, Jay. <laughs> So I do that because of the calories and, uh, but I know it doesn't taste as good, but I'm sure there's like a lot of poison in there. Mm. There's poison everywhere, brother. But, uh, you know, I, 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 I always, I always tend to say that I, I'd rather poison myself with natural, natural sugar than whatever the heck they're putting in. And yeah. uh, it used to be, it used to be, it used to be, uh, uh what was it called? It used to be NutraSweet, then it became aspartame. And now God knows what it is, like Celesta or whatever the heck it is. I, 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 I don't know what it is. But whatever it is, it's not natural. And and like I said, I, I, I'd rather go with the, the devil I know. You know what I mean? So, Yeah, um, you're right. Sugar is an actual plant, right? It's from the sugar cane. So, But I think the latest one, Stevia, is from, it's, a, it's a leaf. I think that's from a plant. Yeah, I heard it's yeah. a sugar, I heard, I heard it's a sugar derivative, right? Mm -hmm. So it's, it's something like sugar, but again... Uh, I, I like the taste of Coke. I like the sorry. I like the taste of sugar. Uh, I don't know. I can, I, I can just there's something still. You know, Coke Zero. They say it tastes exactly like Coke. It doesn't. Mm. <laughs> you know, there were... it is close. I will. I will give it that. But it's not. Yeah. It's not nearly close enough. You know, there was a uh, sweetener that my wife would always use um, until like I read the label. I'm not going to say it, but on the label, it was these. Um, it actually said has been determined to cause cancer in laboratory animals. It didn't say may cause cancer. Mm -hmm. It said has been determined. That is, that is not a good thing. And I'm like, honey, put that pink packet away. Yeah, what the is, heck are you doing? That is not a good thing. It is not a good thing. But you know what? Not many people read the, uh, the little label there, you know, nope. or... Or, or as we have toys and stuff, read the directions. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
it's it's funny as a um and i know we're going to get into some masters of the universe stuff but as a kid when i used to collect masters of the universe um i just ripped open that package and i just chucked that mini comic i mean i i had no interest in reading that mini comic when i was really young it was just going to get in the way of me playing with that toy mm-hmm. and those mini comics were really interesting because those mini comics weren't traditional comics you know they had the picture and then they had a big paragraph to read on the bottom it was a lot of work i think for a little kid well, I mean, the, the first the first i think the first the first two comics maybe were like that but I think after the after there was they, they they went to a more traditional uh, panel structure. Yeah, I think later after the 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 later series came out, the later waves. Um, yeah, it was an improved comic. But in the beginning, yeah, it was actually more reading than looking at pictures. Yeah, it was more like a picture book, uh, more more like the golden books actually. Yeah. So we almost got together. You you I don't know maybe about four months ago five months ago you um. You extended me a nice offer to be on one of your podcasts. I think you were having a panel to discuss uh, He-Man.org and the fact that He-Man.org was closing. And unfortunately, my wife was very ill at the time, and I appreciated the invite. It was only a few hours notice, and I couldn't, and I had to take care of my wife, so I had to pass. So we were actually going to meet there, but um, so I actually missed that episode. You know, that was a really somber time. I would have loved to participate on that because, um, you know, He-Man.org was a big part of my fandom. And I assume I wasn't able to watch your episode, but I assume it was, you know, part of yours too. You know what? It was, it was a, um, it, it was just this, uh, <clears throat> it, it was an opportunity just to try and get some, um, you know, understanding from, from, from multiple fans who, uh, you know, were, were uh, around during the time, or because the truth is, you know, as 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 with as with anything in life, a lot a lot of us end up moving on to different things, right? Like a lot of us ended up going to Facebook, a lot of us ended up going to uh, you know other social media platforms. Uh, but Heman.org uh, was definitely one of those constants that just continued to uh, to resonate with with multiple Heman fans, and it still was. Um, and it would have been even to this day a resource for many, uh, you know, research laden, you know, projects. Right? Uh, it, it, you know, for the longest time, you'd see credits in multiple different documentaries and you know, uh, um, you know, videos uh, citing Heman.org. You know, whether it be on YouTube, whether it be on Netflix, whether it be on Hulu or any other any other uh, productions. A lot of times they would actually go and use Heman.org as a as a resource to uh, to research that, so many of us just got together. It was a last minute thing; it really was. And I, I do apologize for you know the like I, I do this to a lot of people. I just basically spring a whole idea. Of, hey, you know what? Let's do something really quick. And and you know most people are pretty gracious about it. Some people are pissed off. They're like, "You can't do that, Jay." And I'm like, "Sorry," but <laughs> with with the closing of HeMan.org, it was just one of those things. You know, it 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 just happened, right? And yeah. I, I wanted to get a fresh perspective on on what people were were thinking at the time. So it was, it was just one of those things. You know, you know, Jay, I, I think I took it for granted that it would always be there. After being there for 20 plus years, you know, I thought it was just going to be one of those bedrocks in the fandom. And then even if the current owner Val Staples ended up 
hanging up his cleats, you know, someone else would take over and it would always remain, you know, kind of like a, a public library, you know, uh, and a new manager taking over. So it was really quite a shock that, that it was closing down and that we only had a week to process it. You know, we had seven days to say our goodbyes and it was, it was definitely a tough pill to swallow. I mean, I get all the reasons why it happened and be honest with you, um, Val Staples reached out to me. We had some conversations afterwards when hemen.org closed down, um, as a, a pretty much to honor the legacy of the site, you know, we have a, a community forum. It's a nice community forum. It'll, it's nothing like hemen.org. Nothing will be. But I ended up putting up this little badge that said, you know, hemen.org alumni and allowed our members that if they, you know, originally were hemen.org members to kind of click on this badge and this badge would always show with their name as they're, you know, posting in the community forum to show that they were once part of that legacy. And then if you clicked on that little link um, on the badge, it actually took took you to another page that was like Val Staples farewell speech and, uh, and you know, his closing statement for heman.org. So, so he reached out to me and he, he was just terrific. And he said, what a nice gesture. And, uh, I really appreciate it because we'll sort of keep the, you know, the legacy alive as I guess the baton is being handed, handed to other websites. And, um, but still, it was still a, jarring pill you know so abrupt yeah it was it was just there there wasn't any real warning yeah um you know uh and it it was hot on the heels of of the announcement from um from val that powercon would actually be uh postponed for uh for a year right held back and that kind of was like a double whammy you know what i mean the fact the fact that uh, both not, not, not only were we going to lose PowerCon for a year, but we actually lost, you know, Heman.org, an actual huge resource. And one of the one of the main reasons why, you know, um, PowerCon actually existed in a lot of ways. Not to be a conspiracy theorist. You think that's connected in any way? It just never dawned on um, me. You know, not really. Um, I, 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 well, I think in so much that, um, that Val has a lot of, of things, uh, other projects on his plate. Yeah, and he's got to concentrate on those things. So, in so much as that goes, maybe, 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 maybe there is um, something to it. But uh, you know, as far as anything else goes, I, I, I don't think so. I, I think that um, it just happens to be uh, a coincidence because you know I spoke to Val at, at length, you know, about um, 2025 for for PowerCon, and he already has you know extensive plans on how to how to roll that out. Mm -hmm. So he meant .org, as much as as much as he he loved it. And he still loves it, right? It's just it's just another one of those things where his his time is better served elsewhere. Um, earlier in the year, uh, in 2023, the actual site went down for a number of days, and a lot of people were alarmed at that. Um, yeah, that was a couple of weeks, I think, it shut yeah. down. And I, um, you know, I was <clears throat> I was speaking to a couple of other guys, right? Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, it, it was just a sign of, of of what was to come. And and you know, Val kind of explained, you know, in, in multiple posts that. Um, the backups, you know, are infrequent and, you know, it, it's just, um, becoming harder and harder to, uh, to maintain the site. So, um, many people offered to, uh, to take it over. 
but it's yeah. you know how do you give up your how do you give up your your firstborn child you know what i mean you you, you can't right um mm -hmm. so you know it's it's definitely one of those things where val's probably looking for some sort of you know i, I don't think he's ever going to give the domain up but he's definitely looking for something or someone or a group or something like that that he trusts um and i i have no i have no inside information on this i just like i feel that that's what he's doing he's He's looking for somebody else to to really take up the mantle, as you said. Yeah. Well, I think there was a previous owner prior to Val. Um, this is way, way back. Um, but it really wasn't the site we knew it, you know. Yeah. Um, so Val, you know, did a lot of work on that. But, um, you know, but the rest of us are trying to, you know, carry the torch as best we can. Um, you know, actually... Actually, with uh, fourternia.com, I got one of the, um, mm, pro probably my fate, my the best compliment I ever received um, in the fandom side of things. And um, it was a forum member named um, Hockeymon in our community. And uh, the only reason I remember this is he, he just, when, when that was all happening and there was this mass ex exodus and I was getting some some extra signups and stuff like this. Um, and I'm always provided, you know, I'm always putting up the news and stuff like that and trying to, to build up the, uh, the community. Um, Hockeyman said that, um, I was really the, the procrustus of, uh, the community right now. I don't know if you, if you, if you know Procrustus, um, he was the God in Eternia with four arms mm -hmm. and he was inside Eternia, a God, holding Eternia together yep. and, and it was the best compliment in the world. It, it's I'm a knucklehead, <laughs> you know, I don't think I deserved it, but um, it was, it was so uh, sweet to me that I just, I always hold it in the back of my head. I'm trying, you know, I'm trying in my little corner of the universe. I'm no he-man.org for Eternia. That is not he-man.org, but, but I'm trying, you know, and it was, it was nice for him to say. And, uh, and I think we're all doing our part, you know, you cover so much masters of the universe. It's, it's not all centralized now, you know, it's a little broken up in these Facebook groups and Reddit and stuff, but, um, but we're still there and there's still areas you can go and, and it, it's, and it's really like the best community in the world. Yeah, I mean, like it, it just like any community, you know, there, there's, there's a lot of great uh, people who, who uh, inhabit, um, you know, this, 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 this massive universe uh, community. But they, you know, they're always, they're always going to be outliers, and <clears throat> you know, people who are, who are making it more difficult for, for others to enjoy. But for the most part, um, it's, it's, it's been a great community to be a part of, and. Um, you know, we're we're all just really sharing and and you know our love, our collective love for Master Universe, and and it really is a a, a great time right now. You know, 40, 40th anniversary going on to forty two. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's pretty crazy, right? So you know, it, it's where we have been to where we were. I mean, Master Universe was basically dead. Uh, you know, uh, twice over. Um, you know, after classics, and no no one was picking up the property. Everything was. Was pretty much up in the air, and then all of a sudden, the the, the rumors and the whispers and uh, Super Seven, right, picking it up for a little while, right. So, so it, it's again, it's it's come back multiple times in different iterations, and now, you know, we're hopefully we'll we'll get one more crack at it, right. That's that's the goal, right. 
one more crack as in a television property, a movie, uh, as, or? As, as, in a, as in an as in an anime, as in a as in a cartoon, as in a media property. Yeah, you know, okay. we'll get, and and of course that that is what what that is what drives Mattel to to you know create new figures, right? Yeah. When, whenever there's a lore, um, you could argue that new Eternia might be that 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 avenue, right? But it's it they really have to put together a lore. You know what I mean? It's fragmented right now. New Eternia is so fragmented. Uh, you know, every time a new character comes out, you you find out that Mechanek was a submariner. You're like, what? <laughs> where, where did that come from? Like, you know, like he's got a. Of course, you know, you can link the idea of his periscope type of of, of uh, head, but that then then you you get really weird with a with with his uh, was with was monocular, you know, being his his mace. It, it's just these these little weird ideas that come out of designers' heads, and it's like, no, like stop, stop. You know, what I mean, just like. Stick to the original story, like change it a little bit, whatever, right? But you have such a wealth of of different stories to draw from. I mean, you know, a, a lot. Arguably, you could start moving into the, uh, you know, the the uh, anti Eternia He Man. I mean, that has that has huge potential, massive potential, right? And the the, the German um, audio audio novels, you know, so many things which you could do, which you could actually, you know, pull from. Um, so it, it's really weird that they're they're creating a new a new attorney now, which again it's it's a creator owned property that you know it's an IP which uh, they're able to to draw to you know draw inspiration from, but at the same time you know put together a lore, put together a bible, you know put together something which you know we we can we can all you know uh, uh, take actual uh, canon from, right? Don't just like don't just make this up on the fly because that's that if in. In later in the the latest uh, couple of uh, figures they've released in Masterverse, it's starting to feel like they are just making it up as they go along. It's kind of it's kind of ridiculous. Well, if you read the Masterverse comics, or if you read the Masterverse comics that was written by uh, Tim Seeley, it looks like these new Eternia characters, not all of them take place in the same universe. Um, the main crust of the story was Sorceress and Zodak were contemplating the worthiness of He-Man, and they were looking at He-Man across multiverses. So they were looking through different you know, windows in Castle Grayskull. So necessarily where you see one new Eternia character might not exist in a universe with another new Eternia character. It yeah, doesn't... Even, even, even that's kind of fragmented. You know what I mean? I mean, if, if you're going to start selling an idea to, to, uh, to a rabid, uh, you know, community of fans, you can't, you can't just cherry pick from different, you know, um, multiverses. I mean, th this, this is where Marvel and DC are starting to get in trouble. You know, when one character dies in one, in, in, in one earth, they pick another character from another earth, bring him into the main timeline, and basically he never really died. Uh, you know, it's a different person, but you know, oh, but you know, he's basically the same guy, right? Which is ridiculous, right? Because that person did not live the same life that the other persons did, right? So it, it's 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 one of those things. Now you could argue that they're all gonna bring them into this one Eternia, and then all of a sudden they have to create this story around it. But you know what? I, I, instead of having the sorceress and zodak peer into multiverses. Make up story, like you know what I mean. Like people like structure, people like uh, the the whole idea. And again, if you're going to do this multiverse idea, just why not just go ahead and introduce the idea of the you know um, uh, anti attorney He Man coming in and, and and trying to destroy all the multiverses, right? Um, 
Well, we had that before in uh, He-Man and the Masters of the Multiverse, which yeah. is a great comic by Tim, Tim Seeley. But I think the original concept, the original idea behind New Eternia was not necessarily to establish a new universe, but was its original concepts. The idea was they were going to pull from original unused concepts yeah. from the figures and create the, create new figures based on those um, unused concept art, you know, or concept art that uh, was in the middle of the character we now know and love and to implement some of those old ideas and um, create new characters. So I don't know if that was ever their intention. So I can't give Mattel like too much of a beating on that. And in regards to like, this is a new universe. Um, I don't know if anyone's really trying to string all those bios together and try to make something cohesive because it really doesn't appear like Mattel is. I think Mattel is just pulling from that old concept art from like Mark Taylor and and creating figures out of it and saying, hey, this is what it would have looked like if, um, you know, we went with this original idea, you know, sure. this original concept. But, but if, if you're going to do that, then, then, you know, why not state that in the back instead of actually trying to write a bio? Because you, Because now you're actually establishing a canon under the new attorney of Ram, right? Mm -hmm. So now, now you're saying that Randor, you know, actually had a, a fleet of submariners, and you know, Mechanic was one of them. Again, it's just it's just this thing. If you're going to reboot a property, <clears throat> you know, arguably, I think that Netflix did not reach its audience with He-Man and the Master Universe, which is unfortunate because that actually was a pretty good show, you know, mm -hmm. in my opinion. I actually, uh, you know, I, I I was hoping that they'd have a final season. They didn't, right? And they were looking for they were they were trying to do something. They were trying to do something different. Um, arguably the the character designs didn't jive with everybody. Um, you know, when He-Man and Skeletor, you know, power up, they just it's that, you know, Johnny Bravo kind of look, and you're like, what the hell happened? Right? That, that I, th I think that really threw a couple a lot of people off. Because nobody else looks like that in the whole freaking universe. Nobody looks like those two do. You know what I mean? Everybody else sort sort of looks normal. Right, um, and then you have these two hulking beasts, which are like you know fighting for the power of the, of, of, of the universe, and and they look completely different than everybody else. It was it, it was just a jarring situation. Of course, you you know when when Beastman powers up, he you know does his little thing. When 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 I guess Trapjaw when he started to power up, you know those those guys. Uh, but it was it was one of those things. But I really enjoyed the idea that they were really digging to havoc. You know what I mean? That. That was a really good idea, and then they, they brought it over uh, to, to 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 multiple iterations now. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it really is too bad it didn't reach its audience because it, it kind of suffered the same fate as as, as uh, New Adventures. You know what I mean? It, it never really never really got its final uh, you know moment. So. So I enjoyed the show too, but I think for many fans, it just strayed too far away from the original IP, the original brand, um, like New Adventures. You know, it was just too too much of a leap for some to take. And I got nothing but love for anyone who couldn't go there. I mean, I particularly enjoyed it, but um, you know what I love about this property and this brand is I love that this is the one brand that I think its strength is it's multiple, you know, iterations that, you know, I've been in other fandoms where it's like this one canon, the strict canon, and anything outside is fan fiction. And then sometimes a book is taken out of canon that no longer counts anymore, no longer applies. But here we have so many continuities, so many universes to play with. You know, you like the 87, you know, movie. 
play in that. You like new adventures, play in that. You like the Revelation Revolution continuity, play in that. 2000X, the comics, you know, and just like the new CG Kids show. So there's, I think there's something for everyone. And this is the only brand, the only IP that can keep changing the universe and generally be found beloved by, I think, the majority of the fans. And even if they don't love it at first like new adventures or maybe like the 1987 movie it eventually grows on them a sense of fondness and a sense of uh, warmth and then you just like you just pull them under your wing and say wow you know i love all these different iterations and i want figures of all of them you know um i mean like yeah there's there's def there's definitely that but you are you are definitely going to get your uh your division you know what i mean because some people just do not like new adventures at all you know what i mean like, yeah, like sure. i can respect it to a certain degree I, I, I actually don't mind the animation style some people are like this is ridiculous um and i think that that as long as you stay within you know a, a specific canon uh most people are okay with it um but if you're gonna stray further than i think people are expecting which is what happened with he-man of the master universe netflix and netflix dreamworks you know she-ra I think that there that there's there's a part of the fandom which basically is like you know that's not my and, and actually to, to the same level revelations and revolutions right there's going to be a part of the fandom which is basically like nope this is where i draw the line that's it i'm not going any further and we're seeing that a lot now with revolutions and revelations um there are people who are basically like like this is bs and for whatever reason you know what i mean like rumors or or misconceptions and and just fake news you know just in general Right, a lot, a lot of things where people, which people were 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 spreading around, never actually happened. A lot of things did happen, right? But that's because early scripts were leaked. You know what I mean? And uh, you know, it's it's funny how people sometimes take this as like, oh, they had this plan from the beginning, but they they pivoted. You can't pivot an animation. No. It's not it's not really that easy to do. Uh, you know, you can't just grab a bunch of animators, get into a room, and say, oh no, we've got to re we got to rejig this. You can't do that. You know what I mean? It's it, it it's not that easy, right? There, because a lot of people are like, "Oh, they 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 changed this because people because the fans were upset." No, that's really not the way it works, right? And the uh, funniest you know, one was when they suggested, or some people suggested, but I, I got nothing but love for them. But uh, that he uh, Andra was supposed to be He Man in Revelation Part Two, but because of the fan outlash. Uh, an outrage they changed it somewhere yeah, between july yeah. and november that was, that was never gonna happen that was never gonna happen it, it, it was very obvious to me and a lot of people how like uh, you know oh they killed he-man they didn't kill he-man yeah. it, it, it's such a trope it's such a, a a um it's it's such a trope in in um you know uh mul multiple religions right uh, uh yeah I'm, I'm gonna call it like that i'm gonna say multiple religions have you know the the ascension story you know what i mean like that's, mm -hmm. that's that's just the way it is right and and because of that it's it's a it's a it's a theme which resonates with so many different people right the fact that somebody uh sacrifices themselves to to save the people they love and then is given the gift of uh, and a chance to 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 come back and and do it all over again right that is that is such a common theme in multiple in multiple religions and because of that you know we 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 have adam you know uh, ascending uh, you know because he did earn his prize and now he he came back and he's once again the defender of the universe right and and sadly 
but that could change now, right? The canon can change again because, you know, um, spoilers ahead, what happened at the end of Revolution, it, it's basically a big reset. You know what I mean? Like, like, like Adam, Adam has another chance to, to, to ascend, if you will. Right, because uh, the the, rule, the rules have changed, right? I mean, uh, we we had the sorceress who I thought would have been up there and disappeared. She ended up, uh, you know, tethered to tethered to Grayskull. Who knew? Again, these 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 things, these 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 opportunities are changing, and it's great because new stories have to be written. This is something that a lot, a lot of people don't don't understand. If we stuck with the same old story, right, the same monster of the week, the same. Skeletor has a new plan to hatch on him. It would be a boring freaking story, right? I mean, I watched all the filmation episodes. It was hard. You know what I mean? As, as an adult, it's hard to watch them. There are certain key episodes which are absolutely amazing, which will stand the test of time for forever, including the sword, the 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 the, the stone, the the secret of the sword. Secret of the sword will, will always be a great show because it was written and well done. Right, and you can watch that movie over and over again. It still actually holds up, but many of the episodes, you know, <laughs> I mean, uh, you know, yeah, there's the some whole, tough the whole circus, the whole circus episode, you know, the whole, uh, you know, the 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 Christmas special, you know, they 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 can only live in your memory as 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 fond memories, and then when you actually see them, it's like, oh god, oh god, right? Same thing with Thundercats. 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 As much as I love that property, it is hard to watch some of those episodes. It's just painful. Right, but I tell you, some of those filmation episodes are still great. Yeah, the ones I, I, I said as much. Yeah, said, the ones with Granamir really, really resonate. Right, they really resonate. Evil right, the problem, the, the problem with power. What yeah. an incredible episode. Yeah, you know, you know, I, I, I watched that episode, and, I, and you just, you just realized that they were trying to teach kids something. Mm-hmm. You know, they were trying to teach us that you cannot take for granted. Uh, you know the 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 things that you think you know, right? The the the, the if you're given a responsibility, it's your respons- it's it's your responsibility to do that thing right, right? And to and to and to and to you know uphold those principles, right? And the fact that Adam chose to give up the power was was you know so deep. Now it's interesting that that the sorceress was right there and allowed him to you know to make that choice. That, that was crazy. I mean. To throw away the sword like that—that that, it just kind of, you know, the whole plot of the of the episode was was kind of, you know, out there. But you know, it's, instead of instead of take, taking it in trust for the next hero, you think that, you know, you think that that was what would happen. But no, he he tosses it down the 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 bottomless pit. It's crazy, right? It's just crazy. But again, it, it was it was just to set up a, a wonderful story to tell kids about, you know, and and teach them lessons. So, so. When I said this community was great, um, and you pushed back a little with the outliers, right? Is, is I'm already pushing back. Well, I'm just, I'm just reminding. I'm just add, reminding added it with. Yeah, we're 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 just remembering that, you know, not everyone's going to agree. You know what I mean? Not, yeah. Not, not, not everyone. Everyone is their own person. They have they have their own opinions. So and that's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. We can all we can all exist. We can all exist. You know what? I've I generally love this great community. Um, even I know there's some some wild ones out there, and uh, and I got nothing but love for everyone. But um, pretty much generally, um, you know, I've I've had just a great experience with them, and uh, they've really accepted me with open arms. And uh, they, you know what? They've accepted me with open arms. 
secret secret more than the uh, the content providers <laughs> you know um without mentioning this uh some names some of them you know i think there's this old school kind of like gate <laughs> you know the ones that have been uh doing like gatekeepers? it like well no i mean like there, well there's been some content providers that have been doing it for a very long time and um i think um some are not as receptive as um you know people who are newer to the game i think and uh i notice aren't as uh as friendly as the community itself so not i'm not not all of them no and i'm not going to mention who but some are great some are great but uh, the community itself has just been fantastic and open arms and um you know i've been part of this community since the beginning you know i was back back when the internet was just like dial up you know i used to go on uh busted tunes uh filmation website and stuff mm -hmm. like that and um yeah so i've loved this community from the beginning yeah you're gonna have people angry and outliers and stuff like that but i think you get that in everything you get that in star wars you know you get so especially Star Wars right now but um you know marvel dc right there's always just these constant battles and every time there's a new property someone's getting pissed off about something and uh, i think that's typically unavoidable in fandom you know i but this out of all the fandoms that i've participated in this is the one that I felt is the most warm and embracing. Actually, you would know, you would know more than me, right? Because I'm dealing with Masters of the Universe. You deal with more, right? You deal with GI Joe, you deal with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, um, you know, with many different fandoms. So, what would you say, without disparaging any fandom, because we're not here, um, which would you think was, in your opinion, is the most um, warm and embracing? I think as a community. Um, you know, that, that, that's, that's an interesting, uh, concept. Um, honestly, I, 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 I don't look at it that, I don't look at it that way. You know okay. what I mean? Like, like, uh, I, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, I'm a glass half full kind of guy to begin with. Me too. So, um, you know, for, for me, I just, I just like being in the moment. You know what I mean? I just, I just like, you know, living in, in this thing. And because of, of my proclivity to, to accept you know things as they are yeah. i get a lot of heat you know what i mean like like um the way i speak about revelations and revolutions people people outright you know say you know you how can you how can you possibly think that how could you possibly and these are the same people who you know not even a year prior to that they were like oh my god you you know you you have the greatest channel whatever whatever right there's always going to be that that divisive line somewhere that's drawn right um, in terms of in terms of like a, a community which is the most welcoming, I, I find most toy communities to be the same, regardless of 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 the status. I, I think I think the Motu community is is a little bit more close knit in so much that we really haven't seen Motu for such a long time, and now that it's actually rising to the surface, you know, um, people are coming out of the woodworks to to celebrate that. Right, um, GI Joe, even though it ducked out for a, a decade or so, it, it was it had lasted like way longer than the master universe in terms of its uh in terms of its visibility yeah um, movies yeah yeah transformers has never really left it's no. always had some sort of presence there's so um but there's always going to be toxic fans there's always going to be a, a level of of um animosity in every fandom yeah. you know towards towards i mean you, you know you, you you sort of touched on the idea that uh there could be some gatekeepers out there you know, we'll, we'll, we'll call it, you know, we'll call a spade a spade, whatever, right? But 
not everyone plays well with each other. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, that's just not that's just not not the way it is. Some people just do not have the the, uh, the inclination to share. You yeah. know, quoting from quoting quoting Diana, right? Um, from uh, from Wonder from Wonder Woman. Uh, well, actually, it was it was um, Batman v Superman, but um, yeah, I, I think you're always going to find that a, a fandom is only as strong as as the people who are in it, and you know, as as quickly as a fandom grows, it can also collapse very 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 quickly as well. Um, but it's those people who are truly passionate about these uh, these properties and and and, and these characters. Uh, that keeps that that passion alive, and that's why Master Universe has has as as uh, you know lasted the test of time, and people still talk about it to this day. See, sometimes that's the way I see it, it's passion. Like I got nothing but love for everyone, even the people who don't like me or aren't nice to me. Whatever, I you know what I love you, and and sometimes it it is about passion. And I'll give you an example, and maybe. After I give you an example, you can give me an example because I'm going to bring up something that I've gotten the most heat on out of everything I reported on, right? The thing I once got the most heat on was when I reported that the show you just talked about, the, the kids show, the He-Man uh, and the Masters of the Universe CG show on Netflix was canceled. So I ended up breaking the news. Um, actually, a friend in my community turned me on to a writer on Twitter, and um, she, she, a fan, had tweeted her. I think it was still Twitter at the time. It's not X. And the fan said, "Is uh, are we going to get a season four, or is it canceled? And the writer said, I'm sorry, it was not renewed and then the fan replied with all these like tears and crying people emojis the writer of the show had a blue check everything was kosher there <laughs> there was no way to doubt what the writer was saying you know are we getting another season a season four or, or is it canceled and she says i'm sorry it's not renewed um so i reported on it and people flipped out uh, i was called um a liar. I was called um, that I was putting an article up for clickbait that I didn't know what I was talking about. And um, people were just overall angry. But you know what it was? Because it, I was okay with it because it was passion. It was people very upset with the news. You know, I think that's really what it came down to it because, you know, you can't get any better than a writer saying the show wasn't renewed. You know, I mean, it's not like, yeah, you hear it from a source or a friend from a friend from a friend. It was right on Twitter, but people were still just so upset. They didn't want to believe it. They wanted a season four so badly. And, and, and I understand when passions get high, people love this property. People love that show. And I think they were just reacting because they had so much passion and love for it. And it was such a heartbreak. So, you know, I kind of rolled with the punches and then, you know, it was all solidified once we um, got that DVD um, where it said, you know, seasons one through three, the complete series. And that solidified, there was nothing else coming, but um you know, I think that's what it came down to it. So sometimes they can lash out. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, I, I realize I'm going to be the target if, you know, if you're providing any kind of content, but I realized it wasn't personal, right? It was just, it was just a heartbroken, you know, at least that's the way I saw it. 
Yeah, and, and as I recall, uh, that young lady took the brunt of, of, of the criticism as well. I mean, like, I remember she had to actually, uh, almost almost like a retraction. Uh, she actually said, you know, in not so many words, you know, you know, I don't want, I don't understand why people are getting this twisted. And unfortunately, she had literally had to say, I didn't say it was canceled. I said it wasn't renewed, which is, you know, it's just a, a different way of saying that, right? But, um, you know, she, she, she sort of, had to you know just take a step back and 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 let let the let the chips fall right well, she, i think she realized how do i say this she made a tweet another one and then she deleted it mm -hmm. and it is a it is a scary position when you're just talking to a fan and you realize you might be you don't speak for the corporation, no. you know, and, you, and, and it's, it's sensitive information, yes. right? which really she wasn't supposed to d divulge. Right. right. Uh, her, and, you know, you're under an NDA, you're, you're under contract. She could lose her job. Yes. You know what I mean? And because of that, she had to do retraction. Yeah. Right. And I, she had to clarify. I didn't say that. Right. I said this. Right. And unfortunately, it, it, it amounts to the same thing. Yeah. Right? yeah. What, she, what she effectively said to, to correct those issues, I didn't say it was canceled. Right, and what, that was important. What she, she said, she just well, said it wasn't renewed, meaning that there's still a possibility it could be renewed later. Look, right? you got you, you have to look in the context of the question. The question of the fan was, Are we getting season four or was it canceled? That's and right. The reply was, I'm sorry, it's it wasn't renewed, exactly. And that, now, and that kept her in the safe zone for the most part. But no matter what, if your boss wants to come at you and, and say, Hey, you just you know, uh, ruined. Uh, blah blah blah, right? So she protected herself, right, and 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 said what she needed to say. And yeah, she came back and said, "I don't know if yeah. it was renewed." Yeah. She she not even went and not just clarified, canceled and renewed, but said, "I yeah. don't know." Exactly, right? Because she's re she's really not supposed to be privy to that information anyway, right? She's a writer, right? As far as she knows, I just didn't get another contract for another episode, right? And that's that's fine, right? Yeah. Um, but just like anything else, like don't shoot the messenger. Right, because they, 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 it, it wasn't it wasn't supposed to be something you were reporting on the news. Just like uh, I, I get it, I, I also get the same thing. Half the time, where I, when I'm saying something which is which sounds definitive, or because my thumbnail looks a little bit like, oh, you're saying it's done. You're saying like like I, I put up a I put up a um um I I, I put up a um a video where I basically said. This line, this these four characters are discontinued, um, and later on it it was it was revealed that it wasn't the characters themselves completely. It was just the complete box wave, right? But because of the way Entertainment Earth had written the press release, right, it made it it made it appear as if that those those that wave of characters had been completely discontinued, and it was also in the fact that so many people got their orders canceled, including mine. So I wanted to bring that to the attention of, of, of the community. And, uh, you know, so many people, just like yourself, the, 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 they were like, you're foolish. You know, you're full of crap. You're full of, you know, what are you talking about? Like, that's impossible. And I said, look, I, I showed I showed the letter directly from Entertainment Earth, and this is what it says, right? So I, I even had, you know, screenshots, right? But weeks later, it's uh, people were like, oh, I can just reorder it. It's available now. And I'm like, okay, cool. And I, I, one of my live streamers said, yeah, apparently uh, they were actually just talking about the wave, uh, the, the the dedicated box waves. They're not releasing those anymore. They're releasing them individually 
uh, in dedicated sets, like two per box or whatever, right? But you never, but you're always the people just don't forget, or people cho choose not to forget. They're just right. gonna hold on to that little hill, and you know, decide that th that's that's where I'm gonna that's where I'm gonna put my my gravestone. You know what I mean? Like that's 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 yeah. how they 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 decide to, do. and that's fine. This this fandom has a lot of fans and has a lot of people living in it, right? And it has a lot of people existing here. And if 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 you want to live on that, if you want to live on that little hill, go for it, right? And and, and you know, it's kind of lonely up there, but that's that's fine. You know, we can we can we, you're welcome to come back down. You know, we can we can talk, we can have coffee, right? Let's 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 go, let's 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 meet up when when uh, when Redemption. Master Universe Redemption comes out for crying out loud. You know what I mean? They got to stop with these stupid titles, by the way. They got to get them at least a little bit more. Uh, Revolution and Revelation are almost exactly the same phonetically. So what the hell, right? Come on, give me a, a title which I can remember. Because I, I every time I every time I do a video about Revolution, I inevitably say Revelation. It's crazy. <laughs> Yeah, I wonder how many videos I didn't even notice, you know, and I just like swap those. I know, I know, but it'll be interesting. Um, maybe it's redemption, maybe it's reunion. Uh, someone else uh, came up with something even better. I don't know, but it could be retribution. It could be a lot of things. Uh, I just hope it happens. I hope it is a thing, you know. Uh, well, we'll, have to, we'll have to see how that goes. But um, the the, rea the reality is that when when you're when you don't have something, everybody wants it back, yeah. right? All these naysayers who are basically like, oh, I was the worst ever, you know, Kevin Smith, blah, 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 F this, F that, whatever, whatever. You know, people people, people, people were saying episodes one, two, and three were the worst trilogy ever made for Star Wars. Then all of a sudden, episodes uh, seven, eight, and nine came out, and everyone was like, geez, this is, this is the worst, you know, and I'd rather watch episodes one, two, and three. And you know what? <laughs> it's, it's funny how the the... The grass is greener on the other side. You know what I mean. When you don't have it, all of a yeah. sudden you want it. And that's 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 how, that's how that works out. Look at look at Eternia, right? Everybody was like, oh, "This is overpriced. Why the hell should I buy this?" And now it's on eBay selling for like three times the cost. And King Grayskull himself right now is selling for way more than any other Master Universe figure in history has ever sold for on the secondary market. Mm. Crazy. Mm. Yeah, actually, just a mini comic alone. Jay, it's two hundred. You know, and that's just two hundred bucks. It's bonkers. so that is just absolutely bonkers. You it know is what bonkers. I mean. Yeah. Well, there's a lot of people out there that collect just the mini comics, you know, and didn't get I'm in. Su on. I'm surprised Modi hasn't got hasn't hasn't gotten more traction. You know what I mean? Like crazy. I guess because there's more Modis out there, or hmm, or, or I guess there isn't really know. a definitive. Like you know, he's he's such a he's such a throwaway character. I think that's the problem. Yeah. Yeah, right? I guess so. but, but but he's he enjoyed his own his own little fandom for for a while. Sure, sure, sure. You know, and I love that little guy, and I love yeah, I um, I love uh, Frogmonger too. You know, um, these these, old... these weird off wall characters. You yeah, know, that, yeah, that probably would never have another day in the sun, but you know, they 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 got to shine for a little bit, and here they are. Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're talking about well, we're talking about figures. Have you? ever i mean you collect obviously right we both collect <laughs> you can see right by yeah 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 no um, this is all you know you don't see any there's nothing here. No, <laughs> there's nothing to see here nothing nothing to see here at all no there's nothing well that's nothing what i mean me. <laughs> you and i are collectors and some would i think falsely accuse us of being hoarders no, that's, not a, that's not false i i i, I freely admit i'm hoarding all this stuff <laughs> for my future generations which are 
Well, well, so did you ever, you know, I always think it's interesting, you know, why we collect. Did you ever try to self-assess and figure out why you personally are built that way? You know, why you think you are a collector? Ever give that any thought? Well, you know, it's, it's really funny. Um, I live with someone who's actually the complete opposite, right? Um, my roommate is, is actually, you know, and, and, you know, uh, God bless him because it, it, it he tolerates, you know, this, you know <laughs> what I mean? He, he, he tolerates this. I'd be on the street right now if it was anybody else, to be honest with you. But, you know, we've been business partners for years. We've been very good friends for years. And, um, you know, we, we went to high school together. You know what I mean? Wow. Um, yeah. And, you know, it, it's it's amazing how most friends most friends can't actually be in business together. I've had businesses with friends and it's fallen apart every single time. And, you know, yeah, core core has always been there. And he's 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 been amazing as a business partner. You know what I mean? It's, 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 it's just been crazy. You know, um, you see that I'm going to let you resume, but you see that often with um live streams and stuff, you know, there's always partners and they always seem to break up, you know, and it's, um, but, but go ahead. No, yeah, it, it, again, it, it, you, not, not everyone's going to see eye to eye. Right. right. And, and it, it just takes that one little argument and it, it's over. Right. Yeah. And I'm not going to say that, you know, we, we agree on everything. We don't, we argue all the freaking time. He has different views on life. I have different views on life. Right. But we put all side to make the business work right and we still have a great friendship you know what i mean and that that's 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 a very rare thing to, to have and i thank god every day that you know we're, we're, we're still friends um but if if you know if it was anybody else you know they would honestly i would not be i would not be in this situation right so i, I you know i I always, I always am grateful that that he tolerates this this stuff with me now i'm not gonna lie he he likes a lot he loves gi joe's Right, he loves that. so it gives him an opportunity to relive those moments too, right? Because again, he gets to see them, he gets to 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 mess around with them or whatever, right? Um, but everything else, like Master Universe, he even though he likes the Master Universe, he, he's like every time he sees one, did you get another one? Oh my god! And then <laughs> then, then then you know all of a sudden, what the hell is that? Right? Because it, you know here comes Blitzwave Ultron, or he you know freaking seven you know seven, seventeen inch freaking tall giant robot, right? You know, here and then, and then all of a sudden he he hears, I heard there's a giant attorney a playset out. I'm like, yeah. He's like, did you get it? I'm like, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, and he's like, God damn it, where are you gonna put this stuff? You know, and, and I'm I'm like, I got you know, I'm I'm setting up the room, and he's like, you've been saying that for five years. I'm like, oh, I know, I know, you know, and you know, again, it's just it's just that 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 type of thing. But again, it's 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 all about you know understanding each other and. I really appreciate that. I really do. It's 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 a godsend for me. Um, but why do you think you do it? Yeah, like, that, you know, I, that that that's a very good question. Um, I'm I, it's the way you're wired. Yeah, and, and like I said, like he's he's the opposite of that. He's the complete opposite of that. You know what I mean? Like, see, I've tried. He doesn't, he doesn't believe in any of that. Like he he, he believes in a very minimalistic life, right? Myself, I, I, it, it comes down to. It really, you know, okay. So, the way I look at it, and and I, I, sorry, why don't you go first? Now, then I'll explain the way I think about it because you're you're 
you you have a you have something that 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 you're about to say so no 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 i mean i've i've self-assessed i mean i was just curious i mean if you want to hear mine um it's a story um yeah i actually you know self-assessed um to try to figure out why i was like this um recently and i was really given a lot of thought maybe about six months ago and it really came down to i think control um you know, when I was young, I was a uh, a big soccer player, and uh, it was because my dad he was uh, born in uh, Berlin, Germany, and they're all about soccer there, you know, fo football. <laughs> and um, so he came over to this country when he was eighteen, and of course, you know, once he had his son, he's gonna, you know, raise his son on football. He's gonna force feed him soccer, and and. You know, so we did, and I naturally got acclimated to it, and I loved it. And I loved playing it, and uh, it was just, it was, it was all about it. I was all about it. And um, in New Jersey, I joined a traveling team, and we were really good, and um, we were like high up in the state. And I got to play in these arenas. I got to play in the Meadowlands, which um, it's um, you're, you're in Canada, right? Um, so Meadowlands is a professional football stadium, like NFL giants and jets and stuff would play there. And we got to play in burner arena. So we got to play in these real stadiums and our team was really good. And then one day, um, my foot started hurting and, um, my heel, uh, started generating a lot of pain and I started tr trying to play through it and play through it. And this was going into my teens and it was just getting too bad so i went to um a doctor and a few doctors and um you know i really thought there was going to be a problem with my muscle or something some tendons and stuff like that and they're like no we did some x-rays and there's a problem with your heel your heel bone um that your heel bone didn't grow completely it was like kind of I don't know, hollow on the inside. I don't know the technical terms. And because you're running around like this, it's starting to create fissures and it was starting to get cracks in the heel. And you're going to have to stay off your heel. And I said, you know, how long? And he said, um, two to three years, roughly. And it was like a total, you know, gut punch. And they got me a uh, air cast that I could put on during the day and take off at night. And they gave me crutches. And then for the next two and a half years from my 10th grade, from sophomore to my middle of senior year, I was in crutches and I, you know, I couldn't play any sports or soccer or activity or gym. You know, I couldn't even walk down the hallways with my friends because, because I was so slow in crutches that, um, uh, you know, the, 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 the teachers would let me out of every class five minutes early so I could get there um, by time the second bell rings to my next class. So I couldn't even, you know, walk down the, you know, the hallways with my friends. And, and, and I was just really in a bad place. I was really, I was really angry and mad at everything. And, and I guess it showed because there was one day, you know, I'm in English and a student comes in with a little slip and he gives it to the English teacher. And the English teacher says, AJ, um, the guidance counselor wants to see you. 
And uh, I said, okay. So I went down to see the guidance counselor. I had a elevator key. Uh, I guess it was downstairs. And um, once I got to the guidance counselor, I was like, you know, what is this about? And the guidance counselor said, um, you know, we have more than one teacher that uh, is afraid you're going to hurt yourself, you know, or afraid that you're going to commit suicide. So apparently I was projecting, I don't know, I was really down and I was really projecting. And at that point, I thought I had no control over my life. I thought my life was over. You know, I really, I really could have used some, <laughs> some good advice or maybe a therapist or something like that, but I didn't get to it, you know, or I, it wasn't offered to me, um, you know, to fly off on the tangent. Am I going to fly off on the tangent? Sure. Why not? <laughs> Real quick there, you know, I could have used this story. There was, there's this great story by a, um, oh, it was a motivational speaker. I don't know his name, but it's about a, uh, a Chinese farmer and his elderly dad. And they're, they have this little radish farm and they have this like workhorse and they're just barely making by. And in one day, the workhorse that's pulling this heavy plow breaks from the plow, runs up the hill and runs away. And the son goes to his elderly dad in the house and says, dad, our life is ruined. It's over. We're finished. We're going to starve to death. It's over our workhorse. You ran off. I can't pull the plow. It's too heavy. You can't pull the plow. You know, we're finished, dad. It's over, you know? And then the dad says, um, I don't know if it's over. You know, I don't know what this is yet. And he's like, what? And the dad's like, I just don't know what this is yet. And then the next day, the workhorse comes right over the hill and goes right into the barn. And behind the workhorse comes all these stallions and they follow the workhorse and they go into the barn and the son quickly closes the barn door and he runs to his dad and says, dad, dad, we're saved. We have all the, not only is the workhorse back, we have all these great stallions and uh, you know what? I could break them in. I can make them rideable and we can sell them and we, we could be rich. And it's a miracle, dad. It's a miracle. And the dad says, son, I don't know if this is a miracle. I just don't know what this is yet. I just don't know. And the son's like, what are you crazy? So the next day, the son tries to break in these horses. The horses are bucking and stuff like that. And he's on one of the horses and he gets thrown and he gets thrown in a bad way. He lands on his ground, breaks his leg, compounds fracture, screams out his pain. The elderly dad comes and saves him and starts nursing his leg. And his son's crying and says, dad, we're finished. I, I can't move. I can't walk. I can't work the farm. I can't work the workhorse. I can't train these stallions so we can sell them. We're finished, dad. And the dad says, son, I don't know if we're finished. I don't know what this is yet. And then finally, finally, they hear um, that finally that night they hear a thundering amount of horses and an army comes to their door and a general comes to the door and says we're at war and i'm recruiting every able-bodied man to fight and your son needs to come to fight and the father says general 
my son can't fight. He's got a broken leg. Hmm. There's nothing he can do. He can't stand on it. He can't even farm. How is he going to fight? So the general takes a look at his leg, assesses his injury, agrees that he's useless to him, goes back with his army and marches up the hill. And that night, all 10,000 soldiers were killed. Mm -hmm. And it's when I heard that story, I, I realized it's a good, you know, you never, when you're at your lowest low, you know, it, it's not always necessarily going to stay that way. It's, it's important to, to say to yourself, you don't know what this is yet. You know, you don't know what the future lies. You don't know what the long-term, your long-term story is going to be. You don't know if a negative is going to turn into a positive, that your life isn't necessarily over at that moment. Your high isn't always going to stay as your high and your low might not always stay as your low. And I could have used that as a kid, but to make a very long story short, I, I just, I started collecting then. Mm -hmm you know? And, sure. um, and I felt, I think as I look back on it, I think it was because it was something I could control. It was something that I can conquer. It was something I can complete, you know, and finish. I can chase something and successfully collect everything, have it, position it my way and not be an abstract failure. And, and, so that's, that's, that's what I think happened to me. If I like <laughs> did this like psychoanalysis of myself, um, that's where it began. And I think, uh, you know, that's where it's always been. Mm. Well, I have to say it's, that's quite an inspirational story. I mean, you know, uh, going from where you were to your, your, you know, your, your teachers identifying as a, as a, as you know, a potential issue to, to picking yourself up and, and just saying, well, it's not over. You know what I mean? Like, uh, you know, after those two years, you, your leg probably, your, your your ankle probably got better, and you know, you were you you wouldn't be playing soccer again professionally or anything like that. But that opened up avenues for other, you know, uh, things in your life, right? Uh, you know, job opportunities and and career paths. Um, and look where you are now. You know, you're here. You're healthy. You're an avid collector, right? Yeah. Um, and you know, again. A very inspirational story. Thank you for sharing. For, thank you for sharing, AJ. Um, for me, thank you for having patience. We had a we had an extended break, and we we still had a great you know conversation. Yeah. Um, for me, I, th I think it's because the way I grew up, uh, I, I I was fortunate to have a brother and a very we're very close. We're very very close, and you know, Dex is his 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 tastes are, are similar to my tastes. And I think that helped a lot because one thing, one thing about, one thing about having a brother who, who likes the same things you do, like Thundercats, Man Mass Universe, GI Joe, uh, you know, all those crazy cartoons. We really, you know, gelled in that, in that sense, video games. So as we grew older, we can still appreciate those things growing up. I also, I'm very fortunate that my parents, you know, were very open and um, and didn't mind getting us, you know, action figures. Mm -hmm. I had a very, you know, my, my parents were very loving and very um, strict. They were very strict, but along with that strict nature, as long as I as long as I did what I was told, as long as I 
you know, followed what followed my career path and and you know to to what they would like. Uh, but they did give me the leeway later in life. But as long as I, I kept up my grades to a certain degree, because I was a terrible student anyway. But as long as I did my best, you know, there was always something that both my brother and I uh, could share, and that was great because because we both liked the same things. It was easy to buy stuff for us. You know what I mean? We like Centurions. They bought Centurions. We liked we like He Man. They bought He Man. We like GI Joe. We, they bought GI Joe. You know what I mean? That kind of that kind of again, it was easy. It was an easy thing. We could both share a pool full of toys, um, and that continued to resonate with us throughout our, our college years and 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 throughout our our, our um, uh, you know our our adult adulthood. Um, and funnily enough, here's 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 the funny thing about that. Like, like, as usually happens, after a certain point in my life, I actually stopped collecting toys. I mean, it happens. You know, you, you hit that plateau where my parents never stopped me from saying, oh, no, you're too old for that. They never actually said that. Um, they, But it, I kind of, you, you get, you have friends who aren't into toys. So you sort of, you know, go and do that thing. You know, you have that period of your life where that happens. I had that. I had that. And then... You know, I got into my career. I started working for my for myself and doing what I wanted. And then, you know, with 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 a career, with a job that's stable, all of a sudden you have disposable income, right? Which, you know, what do I do with this money, right? I buy a car. I you know I, I move out of my I, I move out of my mom's place. I go get my own apartment. I got my own um, you know house, whatever. And then I'm like, well, what do I do now? And all of a sudden, something snaps, right? Um, I went through a period where video games were the biggest thing. I went through a period where anime was my life, like my actual life. Like I, I was, I was doing conventions. I was, I was organizing conventions. I was organizing events. You go through these stages, right? And then, you know, there comes a point where you're you're introduced to something which is completely life changing, right? Completely turns everything upside down. And back in 2019, everybody's life changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's life changed for the for for just an absolute. The whole world was was absolutely changed, and it was at that point where I was like, "I need to get the f out of here." Like I like being trapped for over a, a year and a half. In some cases, two years. People lo like nearly lost their minds. They lost their sanity. Right? Video games can only take you so long. Like communicating like this, like you and I are communicating, that can only do so much to you. You know sure. what I mean? People are people. We need interaction with other people. We need to be able to physically shake hands. We need to be able to embrace each other. We need to be able to, to have these meaningful relationships. And we weren't getting that. So, you know, I was sitting, I was, I was sitting here watching anime or what, what sorry, watching YouTube because there's, uh, you know, all the avenues were gone, right? So all of a sudden I'm watching Pixel Dan one day and I love Pixel Dan. I've, I've been following him ever since he was on RetroWare TV and stuff. And, you know, loved everything about it. And all of a sudden he comes up and he says, guys, you won't believe this. Real Ghostbusters is coming back with a Kenner-style real Ghostbusters with the wands and all. And I was like, in like something snapped in my head, right? Because I had stopped collecting for years prior to that, right? Mm. Um, and something something just snapped in my head. And I was like, the moment I get out of this freaking house, I'm gonna hunt down those 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 Ghostbusters. And you know, three years, four, uh, three or four, almost four years later, five years actually, it's coming up to five years now. Almost five years later, I, it, it's absolutely bonkers <laughs> where where I've come from, 
at where I am now. Just absolutely ludicrous, right? And I've, I've in in this journey, right, and and bringing everybody along for the ride, it's been incredible, right? You know, I, I'm so grateful for the people I've met, for the friends that I've made, uh, you know, meeting you, AJ. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like this is this is what it's all about, right? And it it stems from a a longing of um you know uh, my childhood. It stems from remembering and not wanting to forget. That's actually been my entire uh, YouTube journey. This my, my channel. My my channel first started as an IMA channel, and it started as an IMA channel because people had no idea that like the kid they today's today's youth they have such an avid abundance of anime. It's not even funny. Yeah. Back when I was getting into anime, I had to literally like you know beg, borrow, steal. Copy them off of laser discs, bootleg things from Japan. You know, it was a, it, it was, it was an underground thing, very, very underground, right? It was, a, it was, it was like a, this, 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 you know, secret thing that that only a few people talked about. Right? When I was young, I my first introduction was Akira. Yeah, I was like, what yeah. is this? And that was groundbreaking. It right? was that was groundbreaking, right? Yeah. But that, that, but, but that was the impetus of 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 many things, and yeah. even that was fringe. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, you know, uh, the, the, you can name off all the all the biggest headliners at the time. You know what I mean? You can name off Fist of the North Star. You can name off uh, Akira. You can name off uh, Ghost in the Shell. Yeah. Right. Uh, to a lesser to a, to a much lesser degree, you can talk about Orozki Doji, which was like completely adult, right? And that's that was the stigma that was associated with anime at the time. Yeah. And those of us who knew that it was more than just you know uh, pornographic cartoons. Right, we we banded together and created a community, a huge community, and because of that legwork, anime is now prevalent. It's now in the mainstream. It is more popular today than it's ever been in North America, right? Mm. And that 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 has a lot to do with the people who who were in those shadowy rooms watching, you know, sharing scripts and reading the English dialogue to each other because the 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 Japanese, you know, had not been translated. But you know, it's not, it's not just anime. It's it's all nerd and geek culture, you know. That yeah, yeah. Well, exactly. 100%. You 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 came you came from a, you came from a um a community of of sports-minded uh you know, a, a sports-minded family. You know what I mean? Um football football in Germany is huge, right? It's yeah. absolutely massive. Um your father got you into it and you gravitated towards it. I guarantee you or no, I can only assume that your friends were not the type to actually play with toys. You know what no. I mean? You guys probably got up. You probably got up at six o'clock in the morning, went, to, you know, showered, ate a little bit of breakfast, or not, maybe not even that. Headed headed down to the pitch and just played for like four hours before going to school. You know what I mean? That that that's that's you know because and I you know I was into baseball. I I I tried to get on the team and yeah, I was up at the crack of dawn. I used to go to practice and and you know all all that crazy jazz. I didn't make the team, but I knew that life. You know, for a for a very small fraction of time, I can only imagine you going from age, well, I don't know what it was, maybe seven or eight, all the way to 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 you know um, high school, and you know you said you said junior high or or um, or uh, sophomore or whatever it was, right? Yeah. And then and then having that dream just stolen from you, you know, wow, like yeah. that, that must have been life changing. And then what did you do? You gravitated towards something that you as as, as and it's funny you should mention it because. In a He-Man documentary, um, I think it was uh, the the Power Grayskull. Um, you know, Mark Taylor and so many other designers. You know, they they shared they shared their 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 uh, thoughts about why Master Universe was was such 
a big thing to kids. And one of the key things that they said was it allows kids to have control over something. It allows kids to be able to say, I have the power. Right. And that was, that was a huge moment for me because I was like, I never really understood why I loved He-Man so much, but there was something about that phrase. I have the power. Right. And when Shira came out, um, the, uh, the secret of the secret of the sword, right. Um, when that came out and they, and the theme song said, we have the power that changed everything. And you know what? It, it, it's my sign off, right? It's, 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 it's what I live by. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's the, the community's motto in many, in many ways, yeah. because we have the power, AJ, we have the power and pixel Dan says it. everybody it's, it's, it's that mantra, right. For the, for the, for, for the, for the He-Man community. It's a mantra for the Master Universe community. It's a mantra for the Shira community, right? So inclusivity started, you know, people think inclusivity is a new thing. It's not. Inclusivity started when, you know, what we decided that we can all share this collective beautiful thing together. Well, and, that's what and, and everyone was what everyone was was welcome. That's what I mean. Everyone knows now. I mean, it's not fringe to know what a multiverse is. Everyone knows what a multiverse. It's become, is. It's become a it's become a trope. Like yeah, honestly, yeah. It, it's 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 a cop. It's it's a, it's a cheat. Like, like just like what Hordak says, it's a freaking cheat. It's but a it, way to create stories that that really, um, you know, you can keep you can keep a whole you can keep, you can keep a, a legacy going forever because you can reboot, reboot, reboot. Right. Like you know, a multiverse, multiverse, multiverse. It doesn't matter anymore. But my, my my point is that they uh, that was only known among fringe groups, you know, sure. comic book groups and people like that. And you're right, you're right. There was, I mean, all of my friends played with toys and stuff like that, and a lot of my friends had Masters of the Universe figures. But once they grew out of it, you don't mention it. You mm -hmm. don't mention if you're still into it. You don't mention it anywhere because there was a stigma attached to it, and yeah. there was even in regards to collecting. There was a stigma attached to it. You know, collecting stamps is fine. Collecting coins is fine. Sports memorabilia, very cool. Sure. But if you're collecting figures, there was a stigma attached to it. Like, that's comic, comic books, anime, uh, you know, any of the geek stuff, any any of the yeah. fringe things that, you know, what are considered taboo. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, you're too old for that. You're too old to collect this. You're too old to collect that. Yes. Yeah. Why are you? Why are you still playing with toys? Right. You could flip that. You could flip that script, but you know they they say something else, right? Like, why are you collecting uh, coins? Aren't you too old for that? No, because this 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 uh, uh, cures value, right? This coin with a very rare, uh, you know, misprint stampage or whatever it is. This thing's worth hundreds of thousands of dollars. But yeah. Okay. Fine. I got I I got a Boba Fett figure with a with with a missile, which was banned. You know, and 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 recalled, which is worth hundreds of thousands of dollars, right? If you I find know. it in mint condition, right? Again, it, it's you, very hard to flip that script, though. So it, I mean, no, it, it's not that it, it's not that it's, as as you said earlier, it's not that it's hard to flip the switch. It's not hard to flip the switch. But what it is, what it is, is that there's a larger part of the society that still says, you know what, it's not cool to be a geek. But that that's starting to change now. You know, with with the acceptance of the Marvel of the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the DC yeah. Cinematic Universe, being a geek and, and the, the what's it called? Um Big Bang Theory, being yeah. a geek is kind of cool, right? It is. The it problem is. is that will wean, right? Unlike sports, right, which everyone just accepts, unlike coins which do have an accurate value, stamps to a certain degree is part of that geeky culture. But it's more of a respectable yes. hobby, right? That's where that's where that that happens, right? And it's us in this community that need to keep each other safe. You know, that that, <laughs> that need to that need to 
And and the worst part about that is, as with any group, the infighting is what destroys us. It's always going to be we are destroy each other from the inside. That's always going to be the biggest problem, right? And and that's got to stop. You know, we, we just have to come to the realization we're all fighting over the same freaking things. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like we all love this, and it's okay to love it a different way. You can love it any which way you want. Just accept it. That's all. That's all we ask. You know, my wife, bless her heart, she'll um, she'll announce like to anybody what I'm into, <laughs> and sometimes I'm like, "Don't do that." Like, she'll she'll just love to throw out there. Do you do you know that uh, AJ has a Masters of the Universe podcast? You know, and a lot of people don't know what Masters of the Universe is, and then some people recognize the Masters of the Universe as the phrase for you know the problem with the you know our our global economy that there's this one percent you know the Bill Gates of the people that are controlling you know governments with money and stuff like that and those are the Masters of the Universe and they're like oh you're doing a podcast about you know the the, the yeah, problem gets, with the financial it gets, politi- it, gets politi- it gets political right and yeah, yeah influence and I'm like no it's a podcast about He Man and Skeletor yeah <laughs> you know it's just uh so it's funny it's sometimes hard to explain with people that still you know are not part of that geek culture you know it's just like all right i'll explain this to you you're not gonna get it you're probably gonna look down on me when i explain this to you but this is something that i love and uh but you know bless her heart so so it's it's funny you know I'm just one of those again. I'm one of those guys who doesn't give two rats asses. I really don't. That's awesome. Right? You don't like you don't like you don't like what I like. It's fine, right? A- a- anytime anybody asks me, so what do you what do you you know what are you into? I'm like, yeah, you know, I-, I I like this, I like that, I like this, I like that. I love collecting toys. I'm like, really? And they're like, yeah, isn't that kind of childish? I'm like, well, you know, one one of my one of my one of my uh, one of my play sets is worth five grand <laughs> when I bought it for <laughs> for six hundred dollars. Right, and then um, that sort of changes the conversation a little bit. They yeah. still don't get it, but at least they can accrue a value to it, right? And and that's how I lead into it. And then if ine- inevitably, and this is where things kind of get really weird because inevitably somebody will sort of say something like, "Oh yeah, he's also got a a YouTube channel," and that's the that is a weird thing. So you have a podcast. Podcast is now becoming more acceptable. But it's still fringe. A lot of people are like, hey, you have a podcast? Yeah. You talk about, right? Like, you talk about politics? Like, you know, they'll 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 say the snarky kind of thing, right? Or or and, and then you say, no, I talk about toys. Oh my god. Who listens to you? Like, well, I got ten thousand followers. Yeah. Oh, really? You know what I mean? Like almost uh, once you start mentioning is like, yeah, I, I get you know, I get 20,000 20, listens a week. You know, on average, right? Yeah. And they're like, "Oh, that's different." Like, all of a sudden, when you start equating it to numbers that they can really, you know, grasp or can't grasp, all of a sudden they start thinking about that, right? And they're like, "Are you making any money off of that?" Maybe, right? Yeah, you, you, you know, you never really give them, yeah, that information. But you're like, "Yeah, I make a little bit," you know. And you just keep. And the more you say something like that, it's almost like saying. You know, it's like a humble brag sometimes. You know, like, oh, this guy is actually like, you know, he's not telling me he must be making some sort of money, right? But the reality is that until unless you're in unless you're part of this community, unless you're in this community, you're never gonna understand what we go through. You're never gonna, you know, like uh, it's it's just like it's just like back in high school, you know. A lot of people don't know what it's like to be beaten up, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, over over the fact that you don't like something that somebody else doesn't like, right? There's some people there's some people who are just 
in in the in the in crowd, whether or not they were just born with you know with that charisma or whatever, you yeah. know they they just don't have that understanding that you know what sometimes you you people just don't like the way you look. You know what I mean? Like you you were playing basketball one day or, or you were playing soccer one day, and you looked at a guy the wrong way and he just wailed on you. You know, yeah. right? for no for no fucking reason, right? Mm-hmm. And and a lot of people just don't don't have that. A lot of people didn't play sports. A lot of people did not collect toys. A lot of people didn't do anything, right? And you know, all God bless them, right? But for those of us who have that experience, you know, we get it. You know what I mean? We understand each other, and and that's 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 the thing that as a as a community we have to we have to remember, and that's something that people need to remember, especially those ones who basically. Again, are are sometimes they they want to be the gatekeepers of this community. You, there, there's no fucking gatekeeping, right? Like, do what you want, man. If you if if you want to, you know, take that little slice of the pie and and say whatever the hell you want, and you know, shove everybody else out of the way. That's fine, right? Mm-hmm. That's fine. Do whatever you want. Say whatever you want, right? It's gonna be pretty cold over there when when the rest of us are over here. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the like y- you have your fans. You know, you have your you have the people who 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 listen to you, and that's great, right? But you know, it's I think I think you'd like it more where everybody else is, right? And 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 you know, have more fun. And some of those people on that side are still on this side. You know what I mean? <laughs> they just yeah. don't talk about it. So yeah. yeah, that's good. You know, um, actually, you started your YouTube channel a long time ago, though, didn't you? You started something that was like eight years ago or something like that. Uh, it's coming up on 10 years now. Oh, uh, 10 years ago. Whew. Yeah, it's coming up on 10 years now. Um, but like I said, I, I started a, I started it um, as a as an anime channel. Right. Because I, I, started, I started with the idea that I didn't want to forget these, you know, classic anime that people, that, again, I started, I started recognizing that today's mainstream anime is made for an American audience. There's nothing wrong with that. But it's very cookie cutter. Yeah. In my eyes. In my eyes. Okay. It's 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 made to consume, right? It's back in the day before Dragon Ball Z, you know, just took over everything. A, a, a typical anime series would be like 24 episodes and that's it. It's over. You know what I mean? And that that was it. You moved on to the next anime series. You're right. right. Now you get 300 episodes, 700 episodes, like you know, bleach is coming up to like you know, uh, like 600 episodes or something like that. It's just absolutely bonkers. Who has time to watch 600 episodes? That's crazy. I don't. Yeah. You know what I mean? Start starting Bleach from the beginning, which arguably are the better episodes. It, it's crazy back there. Then you then you move forward to here, and you're like, how the hell did they get these powers? Where you know you're lost, right? And and it, it's it's fascinating how that how that's how that's come about. And I wanted to I wanted to say no no no. There was a time where anime was was great like really great you know they were telling stories with nobody else was talking about and arguably they don't talk about it today either you know they were talking about they were talking about metaphysical ideas way before any of this crap that was out there today right and i wanted to put those into 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 uh, small bite size um you know episodes to just say hey if you ever get a chance and you can ever find it somehow check out this check out this episode or check out this series or check out this series right do you ever yeah. imagine know that if you stuck with that, like how big that channel would be by now? Okay, so I, I know what you're saying, um, and the answer is no, it wouldn't have. Okay, really? I, I, yeah, no, it wouldn't. It wouldn't have. 
No, there, there's my style. My style of of storytelling for anime did not work. Hmm. Right, it didn't work because I was going for the wrong crowd. If I wanted to grow, okay. If I wanted to grow, I was going for the wrong crowd. I was going for guys like me, right? Like the 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 thirty the thirty at the time the thirty five somethings the forty the, the the sorry the the thirty somethings to forty somethings. I was going I was going for those people, right? Yeah. But that's not that was like there we are a small we are a small community, very small, dedicated but very small. Yeah. And I'm not going to reach them. Because they're not looking for, they're not looking to, to to that anymore, right? I have to if I wanted to do an anime channel, which I've I've considered it multiple times over and over again. Um, I'd have to start doing reactions to, you know, uh, Attack on Titan, or right. I start have to do reactions to, um, One Piece, right? right? Or or Dragon Ball Z uh, Super, or this, you know, what the kids are watching these days, right? Yeah, but. The, rea- the reality is that boat that that ship has sailed, right? That that ship has sailed, and I I I found b- quite by accident, okay, that during the pandemic, my longing to relive my youth resonated with a hell of a lot of people, and because of that, I was able to parlay that into a different, uh, you know, direction for my channel. <clears throat> And All right. So let's and flip flip that coin. Imagine if you were doing that ten years ago, <laughs> you'd have Pixel Dan numbers. Um, no, I don't know if I'd have Pixel Dan numbers, but I, I I think that I think that you know we, it's definitely it's definitely um, it's harder now to grow on YouTube. Yeah, you know what I mean. It it, it really is. There's so much. Here's here, here's here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact. Yeah. Um, myself. And several other channels. Um, how can I say this properly? Um, other toy tubers, right? Yeah. Who sort of not? I don't know. Sort of started around the time of the pandemic, right? Again, for the same basic reasons. We're all more or less hovering around the same growth, right? Yeah. And here's a secret. Here's a secret which I'm gonna I'm gonna I don't mind talking about. I I'm an, I'm an open book. I talk about everything. I don't care. I don't give a crap. Right. That's great. Mm-hmm. Here's 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 what I'll say. All of us are now growing at the same rate, more or less. Some right. of us are higher than others, and which is fine. It's great. I, I I'm happy. Right. But a lot of us are basically now in that mode, right? Where we're sort of we're we're growing at the at, at the rate we're growing. If you want to hit the numbers that you need to hit, you know, to elevate, right? Because once you hit about 10K, things start to move quickly, right? It's it's shocking how fast uh, after you hit 10K, things start to move. But then you'll you'll hit a certain point and then it'll it'll just be a constant, you know, get something out of your week kind of kind of kind of, kind of drive, right? After you hit 20K, things start to move even faster. Right, and then it's my understanding that once you hit fifty k, and then that's when things really start to move. Okay, mm-hmm. and then once you hit hundred k, it's it's that barrier, right? That that silver button, that silver button barrier. But that once you hit your one hundred k, things start to move in different directions. Like um, you look at Robo from the Foosh, right? I mean, great guy. You know, I, I love Robo. Okay. Um, now, obviously, he's 
moved away from the from him and Veebs have moved away from the Fuge, right? Whatever whatever happened there happened, right? Um, and he's he's starting again. And the thing is that he's bringing his audience with him, so he's starting to grow exponentially one more time. It's going to take a little while for him to get you know past that hundred k mark again, but he has he has every advantage, uh, you know, to, to to get that high. And you know, I'm really happy for him. The fact that him and Veebs are doing new projects again, but it's that kind of thing, right? Um, can I get over this hump and you know get to a certain plateau? Another twenty? Uh, can I get to another twenty k in another year? Uh, you know what I mean? Another year and a half, whatever, right? That in a lot of ways is not the game you want to play. You don't want to play the game of can I get the next milestone? What you want to really play? I mean, I've I've learned this the hard way. I've learned this the hard way. What you really want to what you really want to do is you want to make good content for the audience in your community. You want to make sure the people in your community appreciate the the, the content that you're providing, right? Mm -hmm. um, and that's why I love Master Universe so much because it's a property which has always been close to me. And as you or you asked earlier, you know what is what does the community find is the most welcoming? By default, it's going to be the Master Universe community. But that right. but, you know it it it. it that's because I, I I live in this. I live in this is my world. I live here, right? Yeah. I love the GI Joe community, and even there, people are like, oh, it's toxic, toxic, toxic. You know, Transformers community. Jeez, Louise, I can't hear about toxicity in, the, in there. So many times, out of all the communities, I hear very little, uh, you know, uh, rumble outside of what's been happening lately with Revolution Revelation, right? But every community has a good place. You know what I mean? You can live comfortably. In any of these communities, you just have to you just have to know how to be comfortable. You know what I mean? That's that, that's that's really what it boils down to. Now, in terms of content creation and everything like that, if anybody like you know, again, if anybody wants to get into this, a couple of things. You better love this. You better love this and breathe it and eat it and sleep it and and you know this better be what you want. Because let me tell you, it's really hard to come up with an idea for something you don't love. Mm -hmm. Okay? So you better be in love with whatever it is you're about to go into. If you love shopping, it better be about shopping. If you love toy hunting, it better be about toy hunting. If you love Master Universe, it better damn well be about Master Universe. Especially if you're covering the news, which yeah. I, I know you do and I do on the site. And it was yeah. just like, like when the Masters of the Universe movie news broke just this week, you know, I was actually lying down i'm like oh, i'm done for the day and then the news broke yeah, <laughs> that they gotta, got to jump out of bed that they got the bumblebee director yeah. and uh for me it was writing articles and i had to write hmm. two articles and i have to type them up and you know yeah. you do an intro in the middle and then you do graphics for it and then you spread them on all your social media channels and next you know it's a couple hours later and yeah. that nap you were going to take or that movie you're gonna watch you just sacrificed it yeah so you're right yeah. you better and you know you yourself you're not writing articles you're doing videos for certain announcements and you want to get out there and suddenly you got to rearrange your schedule like you know i, I mean you know uh we're, you know freaking cyclone right i'm uh, sorry um sorry uh a rock on right, right? Rock, rock rock on uh, uh, literally freaking what was it 10 o'clock last night eastern standard time yeah, I, I I get a I get a um I get a ping on my on my phone. It said it said something's something's funny is happening on on Mattel Creations. Jump on Mattel Creations. I see the freaking clock has has reset. 
right? I see that the, uh, you, you know, the, like in my, in my neck of the woods, cannot ship to your country. I'm like, what the, f right? Like, mm -hmm. seriously. And then I was like, I was like, okay, I could, I could watch this movie, like you said, or I can talk about this. Right. I got, I damn well talked about it because people needed to know. Right, like that's like because, and you know what? It's crazy because I I I got a lot of emails saying I took the day off yeah tomorrow on Friday just to be able to order this, and, and people are pissed, right? And people, of course, people in Germany, you know, people in 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 the other side of the world, Canada, are like, are you freaking kidding me? They can't, we can't order this, right? And it, again, it confusion, absolute chaos and confusion, right? I don't know what's going on with you seem to have a, a bit more, you know, uh, of an insight on that uh, avenue of it. And we found out earlier to earlier this morning it's like, yeah, we pushed it back um and no actual no actual direction on whether or not it was specifically for any glitches that happened with the international shipping or whatever, right? That's well, not to be determined, but well, no. Um, the official Masters of the Universe account on X actually announced, and maybe I could pull this up at least on my phone. They announced the reason why the Rock on figure was delayed is because they cannot ship packages out um internationally. And I'm there like, and I'm like, what? Okay, so they lost the ability as is something to do with Eternia and because they don't they lost their deal with FedEx or UPS or DHL or whoever they're shipping international packages with, they don't want to offer rock on until they have another deal in place where they can sell it to international customers. I mean, this is all speculation, but let me read exactly what they said. So um Battle Armor Rhino on Twitter said, um, hey, um, what's happening? I thought this was tomorrow. And he, you know, he showed a picture of Rock on sure. and tagged the official Masters of the Universe account. And Masters of the Universe said, quote, we are currently unable to ship internationally. We are currently unable to ship internationally. So we have moved the sale to February 21st. So that is explaining we have moved the sale to February 21st because we currently are, in, are, are unable to ship internationally. So it sounds like somehow they lost some sort of shipping method and they're looking for other avenues if I have to speculate a little. But that is the reason why they're giving that they so, yeah, you know, the, the, t the terms of service with, with FedEx might have changed. Right, and not to their favor. It could be. It, it could be anything. Right? It could be anything, and right. and it, or it could just. It could just be that they're getting so many um, insurance claims from FedEx. <laughs> the FedEx actually said, "No, we're canceling your." You know that that happens too. Yeah, you know, and Eternia might have been the catalyst. Yeah. Yeah. Right. They're they're, they're getting so many chargebacks, and mm -hmm. it's not. And here's the thing: it actually is FedEx's fault. I, I you know, when when the when the news broke that a lot of people are 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 receiving these uh, these these broken packages. I said from the beginning, I was like, "No, this is this is a FedEx problem, right? Like this, the, like this is a shipping problem." And all people was like, "No, it's Mattel." Like they, and in in some cases, I do agree that what they actually packaged Eternia in is not enough technically, because yes. you look at the way Super Seven packs their stuff. They have quarter protectors on a box in a box, and then there's the actual box itself, right? The actual the actual uh, um, uh, collector's box, right? They do that, you know. Every, I I ordered Snake Mountain that way. Beautiful, right? Um, Hasbro arguably did the same thing with Unicron in a, in a, in, a, in a lesser fashion, but you know it was a very sturdy box. You know what I mean? It, it was it was 
the 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 corrugated cardboard was was you know immense. Yeah. Um. And and to 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 much more st- uh, surprising, and I'm going to talk about this a little bit later, um, because I still haven't received my Eternia, but but I received a Daiku Mario, uh, giant freaking one uh the uh, um Solo Chokugen 100 anniversary uh figure, and it came all the way from J- from Japan. It's not exactly the height of of attorney. It's a few inches shorter, but it's basically the same width and the same thickness. And it came with barely a dent in in one of the corners. Mm-hmm. How is something that came all the way from Japan uh, able to do that on Amazon shipping and still arrive here in Canada, you know, a world away, mm-hmm. and not receive the kind of damage that that, that we've been seeing with with Eternia? So the way I look, the way I'm looking at it. I think that FedEx is basically saying no. This the, the shipping was in the, the the boxes were inadequate, and we're putting the blame on on Mattel. And Mattel's doing the pushback, and now they're now they're arguing, saying, "Look, like we're, we're not going to we're not going to we're not going to like you know they're basically saying you know, you have to provide better packages uh, for us to ship out, so you, so we don't get hit with all these uh, you know um, insurance claims." Yeah, because that's basically what's going on. Like like they're all they're 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 playing the name game. They're like, they're like, no, it's not us. You got to complain to. To uh, to FedEx, right? And of course, because of the customer service, people are calling in. And I, I I want a replacement on my attorney. Okay, box it up. We'll we'll send you a shipping label, and you know bring it back. So all of a sudden, again, you, there's it's all it's all about the insurance at the end of the day, yeah. right? Because each one of those return packages is a hit on on FedEx or a hit on on Mattel. Either which way, right? Whoever whoever is at fault or at fault, right? And now that now they're basically saying. You know, screw you guys, right? And like, we need to re- we need to we need to take another look at our terms of service with you. So I'll say I have my attorney, um, and it was damaged, not the actual product itself, uh, but the that's terrible. The box had some damage, and I would I would actually put it at fifty fifty. I I do think FedEx can you know handle it with more care, but I do mm-hmm. believe it needed to be a box within a box. I believe yeah. it needed a little more packaging. So some of that is on Mattel, and um, you know I wanted a pristine box everybody does yeah i mean we paid 650 fucking dollars for that thing right pardon my pardon pardon my expression but the reality is that's a lot of money for a collector's item which is no longer a collector's item you know what i mean you basically you've you've effectively ruined this thing right my 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 his tank came in more or less intact my uh my my sky striker came in more or less intact right i'm okay with a, a small dent here and there, but an sure. actual gouge in the box, you know, an actual an actual depression in the box, you've got to be freaking kidding me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, this not that's not what I pay for. And you know, I'm I, you're always gonna get those 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 people online who are like, it's just a box. Yeah, for you maybe, right? right? And let me ask you something: Did you buy it? And, and nine times out of ten, they said no. I, I couldn't be bothered by. It. Then what the hell are you talking about? Mm-hmm. Right? If you pay the six hundred fifty dollars and the box is ruined, I guarantee you at least be feeling like what the fuck. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You're not respecting my property, right? You sold me something on 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 this, and you didn't even respect it enough to to deliver it properly, right? There, there's there's the real crux of the whole situation. You are like, if this was in a store, I could examine it, I could figure it out, I can decide. Yes, I want to buy this thing, right? And if it's damaged, I would go right to the the manager and say, hey, this is that I, I did that I did that with uh you know let me take this down. I, I, <laughs> this is it's funny, right? My Darth Vader helmet right here, right? Yep. It came in this. It, it came in this mangled box, which was which was from uh, uh which yeah. is from, uh, Toys R Us, right? And it's absolutely mangled, 
And I yeah. was like, they were selling at a full price. And I, I, I looked at I looked at them and I was like, are you out of your minds? You're selling this thing at full price, right? This thing's mangled. I, t I told them straight out, I was like, look, it, uh, let's open this up. If it's if it's damaged in any way, right? I, yeah. I'll, I'll take it off your hands. They were sitting on this for months, right? Almost a year. They wanted to move it. So basically I said, if it's damaged in any way, I want a discount. We looked, like, we pulled it out. And it took a while because we were examining this thing. There's a mm -hmm. small micro scratch right at the top of the thing. I said, I said, look, do you do you, do you want it off your hands or not? And they said, okay, twenty percent off. I was like, okay, um, can you do any better? And they said, they said, they said no. And I was like, all right, you know what? It's already a decent price because it was already on sale. And then they oh. said additional twenty percent off. So I was like, all right, fine. I I took it, but you know, yeah, same, same idea. Hmm. You know, and some people don't collect or don't keep the packaging. They just chuck it, discard it, you know, and, and so they say, what's the big deal? Don't be a baby. But you know what? Some people, you know, the packaging is just as important to them. Or, oh, I love it. Is that... <laughs> I was like, what is that? And I get it. That's Vader. <laughs> so can you wear that? You can't. Yeah. yeah I can. And for, for my head, it just barely fits. Uh, it just right. barely fits. It's the choker that's the problem. The choker, uh, <laughs> it's really snug. It is really snug. You know, what is your favorite collectible? All right, I tell you what, favorite collectible, Motu, and then non-Motu. Or how about this? Favorite collectible, three ways. Motu, non-Motu, and then a unauthorized collectible? You know, like a... Yeah, yeah, all right. Um, custom? Yeah, well, yeah, okay, custom or KO or, or something like that. Um, yeah. So, so for my mass in the universe, I, I would have to say that my absolute favorite uh, piece has to be the Stout Collection um, set, right? Um, you know, from from Super Seven, the Rebel right? He Man, Re Re yeah, Re yeah. Rebel, Rebel He Man, Despot Skeletor, uh, uh, God Skeletor, and yeah. um, um, uh, so, uh, um, uh, um. Crank, crank, Kark, 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 Kark. That's right, Kark. Yeah. <laughs> that set is my that set is my pride and joy. Um, wow. Okay. I was always waiting to open it up. Always was planning on opening up. One hundred percent. I was going to put them on display. Had a lot of fun with them. Uh, never actually got the chance. And now, thankfully, right, we got we got the um, uh, Masterverse He Man and Masterverse Skeletor movie editions, and now the Masterverse um, uh, 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 Evil Lynn. Yes. Right? And arguably, they captured Frank Langella's likeness so well in the in this version and completely dropped the ball on Dolph Lundgren's because they couldn't get his likeness rights. So luckily, Raman Toy came around and, and produced their own version of, of, the heads, of the heads. And I have two of them out of the three that they produced, which is freaking amazing. A huge shout out to Ace over at Raman Toy. Um that's my favorite collectible for Motu. I had um, Amon O'Donohue on this podcast. Oh, he, yeah. he was amazing. You know, guy. Yeah, amazing guy. And um, he he really couldn't talk about. He did the artwork for both yes. the He Man and Skeletor. Yeah, and, I, bought, I um, bought a poster. I bought one of the posters when I was at PowerCon. Beautiful. Oh, stuff. Yeah. And he kind of went into it and kind of went not went into it and just kind of skirted the issue. But he kind of implied that they were working on getting Dolph's. 
uh, like this, mm-hmm. and it, it just didn't happen. Yeah, of course he was. He was at he was at San Diego Comic Con presenting uh, for for Mattel. Uh, you know, dur- during their their fortieth with Pixel Dan, mm-hmm. right? So I mean, he was in talks one hundred percent, but yeah. they couldn't they, they couldn't come to an agreement, right? Yeah. So you Such know, a whatever. Shame. Such yeah, a it's shame. too bad. But there are other avenues. You know, there are customizers out there. You, you, if if you were lucky enough to pick up one of the Robin Toy ones, beautiful stuff. Yeah. Right. Um, the the non Motu. Um, out of my favorite ones, I'd have to say it's probably Thundercats, like anything Thundercats. I love the like I, I bought the Thunder Tank. I, I love Thundercats is my my second. After it, it's literally Master Universe Thundercats, and uh, it's then it's a toss up. It could be GI Joe, it could be Transformers, it could be so many different properties. Gotcha. But in terms of like my number two, my my second collectible that that I have to get into, it's definitely Thundercats. Um, and then for uh, a, a custom a custom property or a uh a ko um yeah I, I have to say um that it's probably going to be something like um man how can i say this properly um it's it's probably going to be like a masterpiece transformer ko you know what i mean like i love the masterpiece i just can't afford them right that's just, that's just that's just a a, a, a you know a, a full admission right um, I, I bought Unicron from uh, from from Haslab, but mm-hmm. I ended up buying the KO Unicron, which looks a lot better in robot form mm-hmm. uh, from from uh, Studio Cell, and it's it's just gorgeous. And mm-hmm. I argue that the KO companies in in China are doing a much better job than Takara in in, in many ways. But then but then they bring out freaking Ultra Magnus Studio Series and blows everybody out. Again, Takara can do great work when they really want to, but for whatever reason, uh, the innovation has been coming out of China. You know, to circle back, though, to your value of the collection, and I'll just bring up uh, Classics Grandamere, if you can see what I'm pointing to here. Yeah. Um, Which I love that figure, and that figure was, I think, secondary market, 500, 600 bucks now. I know. and then suddenly I saw all these like 3D printings of uh, Grand Amir and it looked great yeah. and um, it was really painted well and they were selling them obviously loose. And, and I was like, wow, this kind of stuff, the more 3D printers become yeah. acceptable in homes and stuff like that, that if you have like loose figures, they might go down in value because. No, no, that, that's, that's nearly impossible. The the collector market, the way it works is, and and this this is the thing, right? So, um, let's look at it this way. Let, let, let me give you an example. All right. So we have we have a tur- we have three turtle vans on the market, right? Three turtle vans on the market. Okay. Uh, six inch six, six inch turtle vans. We have NECA, we have Super Seven, and we have a KO from um, Arsenal, right? Um, and Arsenal was the cheapest. And arguably, in many regards, by multiple different toy tubers, probably the best one, in terms of its overall play value, in terms of its, in terms of the the, the price for the price for the for the van itself. Um, the Super Seven van took forever to come out. The most expensive one of the three, but it has such amazing detail, paint apps, tons of accessories. Right? Yeah. The NECA van is almost. It, it, it parallels the the uh, Arsenal van, especially in the fact that it doesn't come with a hell of a lot of accessories, but it's almost comparable in price to the Arsenal van, right? So 
will the Arsenal van ever rise in value while the other while the other two drop? No. And the reason that is because the collector market for for collectibles is always going to go with official. Official will always be the ones that uh, that will rise in price. There is yeah, a, but- there is a caveat to that though. There's a caveat to that. The caveat is is if there's a figure that's never ever been created and only only created as a KO, it, it's going to skyrocket. And then there's the, the 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 caveat for Transformers for whatever for whatever crazy reason. Anything that's actually made by um, they're changing their name now, but anything that's anything that's made by a specific company, uh, God, I can't remember the the name of the company, but that particular company that's that's a third party company, yeah, whatever reason, their 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 figures always skyrocket in price because they, because they're doing figures that Takara just will not touch, right? A, a lot of, a lot of the combiners are, um, are 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 very similar to that. So, well, what I was. Ex- we're explaining to you in regards with this Granamere is you couldn't tell the difference. You couldn't tell the 3D printing was just taking like mold, the, the exact same mold and reproducing it. And the only way I could tell it was 3D printed was this eBay lister was amazingly indicating in the listing it was a 3D print. But otherwise, I thought it was a loose classics Granamere. I, I, I hear you, AJ. But once you get it, you know it's the difference. You 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 like as long as long as you have. An original copy to 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 um, compare to. First of all, there's a stamp. There's 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 a there's a stamp at the bottom which says Mattel copyright blah 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 blah. That's the telltale sign because the other one definitely does not have that. It's a reproduction, uh, um, you know, um, made on made on a on a computer to be reprinted. Then there's the, then there are the resolution lines, right? Uh, nine times out of ten, that's always going to be the case, right? Um, and no matter how good they can get the paint. You just put the original beside the other one. You know exactly which one it is. So, uh, the the curators, right, the ones who who grade this stuff, they know exactly which one it is. the The, the price is not gonna. The price on Granamere is not gonna gonna change. Like it's. Okay. It, but what what will affect it? What will affect it is the fact that Masterverse is around. Now you have Masterverse to compete with classics, and because sure. of that, that will drop the price. If they ever release a Granamere, which I, God, I hope, but I don't want. I don't want. I, so I not only want the the revolutions the revelations the revolutions grand see I did it again the revolutions Grandamere I want my pot belly Grandamere okay and that that will change the whole game like it's already happened a lot of classics have already started to drop in price because because of Masterverse Jay remember Revolution there's no way you're gonna get that in Masterverse scale like Grandamere you saw how big that head was compared to no, I know Man. they're not gonna they're not gonna do one to one even even what's sitting on your shelf is not is not even anywhere near one six scale right uh... he's, he's, if you look if you look at if you look watch watch the watch the filmation cartoon they barely come up to his ankle they don't, they in the cartoon. He, he's sitting. Close. He's sitting down. I have his legs. No, no, no. Bent. When he stands up, right? If 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 you look at if you look at the very first scene in the in in, in the dragon's gift, okay, he's set, he's standing straight up in his pit, and they're like this. They are tiny. So the, the, like, what you have there is probably one, like 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 a, like half scale, if if, if, if even that. I don't remember them that tiny. I thought maybe like up to the look, look it up. the shin. No, look it up here. Here, look, look, I'll, I'll bring. I'll bring it up. Okay. I'll, I'll bring it up because again, you. I know. I again, you. you the it, it does kind of it does kind of um, mess with your head, right? Yeah. Um, but no matter what, you 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 look at you look at Savage He Man sitting right next to Grandamere. That's not. That's that's. Not, trust me, he's way bigger than that. 
He's way bigger than that. Um, I wonder. If, I wonder if I could pull it up on on video here. Yeah, he probably could. Maybe he's the size of the mini comic. I can I can accept that. Yeah. Right. Let's see, Granimir. But but, but he, even even that, I mean, come on, his head. <laughs> it's massive. Yeah. So. That's so say, say, right? Okay. So, so say say his nose. I see. So say his nose went to the tip of He Man's feet. Then from his nose to maybe the crown of his head would be the length of He Man. Yeah. And then you look. You, you look at what you and have then behind if you look under under here. These are the classic Club Gray Skull like He Man. Yeah. And, and you can see right away if even even if you take Prince Adam, Prince Adam yeah. is is ha is is not like his head. Think about Grandmere's head. Well, his head his head is perched up. It's not pointed down. Yeah, like but in that it, picture. It, it, even even if even if you were to grab him right now and try to put Adam there, he's not he's going to tower over over his head. Yeah, I know it's not perfect so, perfect scale, but yeah. it's it's a lot it's a lot closer no, to reality I'm, I'm okay. than again. Yeah. We're 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 we're, we're splitting hairs now, right? <laughs> it's still the yeah. same idea. He's still he's still nowhere near the size he needs to be, right? Yeah. But that's fine. Again, again, he's a representation, and that's that's exactly what it is, right? And then, of course, you could you could just do straight comparisons like that. You know what I mean? Where <laughs> you see what I'm trying to say, right? Well, so, well, that's that's Orko. But... Yeah, but but here's the other thing about animation as well. There's there is no such thing as a perfect scale in animation. They change all the time, right? I mean, look, you even look at this one, and this is more to your case. Yeah, yeah, that's right? that's the one I that's was. Way more, at. That's way yeah. more to your case. Again, it, it's it's hard to narrow it down. Right, it really, it really is. But at the end of the day, he's supposed to be massive because then you look at this picture, and it's like, what the hell? Again, the the scale just completely changes yeah. all the freaking time. That, those fair. are the same people. That's fair. Those the are the same people right there in that corner, right? Completely changed. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Again, there, there's no real right answer. At the end of the day, you have a freaking Grandmir. I don't, and I fucking want one. Like that's <laughs> that's 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 what it really boils down to. That's yeah. that's the that's the the the, the conversation. And the conversation is the revolution. Granamir is huge. I'm going to pull up a picture. Yes, he will be absolutely massive. Um, yeah. Who is it? Uh, Eldor, uh, Master Versal Toy Hunter. He's actually crazy enough to try and make one. He's actually in the process of actually doing it. It's nuts. What? Like, he's, he, he. It's ridiculous. He's massive. It, he's in, massive. In Masterverse scale? Yeah, in Masterverse scale. He's actually doing it. So I don't know if I can. Do you have like the dimensions he's working with? Uh, I I don't know. Like um, let, let me see. It's so far back, but let me let me see if I can bring it up. I don't think I can. Like right. it, was, it was so. It was, Jay, a, it was a few weeks ago. But... Jay, look at this. Look I at know. the size of Evil Lane. I, I know. I know. That's <laughs> granted she's kneeling, but still, yeah, yeah that thing. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That, that thing like, is gonna be like. Six feet tall. It is absolutely, absolutely massive, right? Yeah. Um. So yeah, a lot, lot of, a lot of things, a lot of things happening in the toy world, my friend. Yeah. Things happening in the toy world. Yeah. Do you have anything that um you think you'd be most teased for teased about? You know, like I have, like right here. I think out of everything in my collection, I have this thing right here. In the box, it's, <laughs> last, it's last action hero, last right. action hero, talking Jack Slater. Yeah, yeah, and uh, not quite mint in the box, but pretty close. And uh, I think, <laughs> I think if anyone would come in and razz me about anything here, it might be talking Jack Slater. Uh, 
Are are you asking me like what's my absolute favorite toy of all time? Or like, no, I'm I'm saying is there anything like you think someone would razz you about? Would yeah. razz me about? Yeah, people razz me all the time. What are you doing with all these toys? Like, no, I know. I was just wondering if there was just one that'd be like, you got one? that? Are you kidding no, me? Like, like, uh, I I think what you should be asking me is there anything I'm it, like? That's the wrong question to ask because like like. People will razz me about everything. It, yeah. That that is not even a, a question, right? I think the question you really want to ask is: Is that do I have a guilty pleasure? Is 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 there something that is there something that okay? Here it is. I found it. Right. Is is there something that I'm I'm not so that so there's the skeleton. Wow. Right? He's oh. building. He's building it like it's gonna be. This thing is massive. Like look look, look at those legs, right? Wow. Like. I think it's more probably going to be half scale, yeah. but it, even at half scale, it's it's massive. It is absolutely. Massive. I mean, look, look look at that head. It's going to make right. you one. He's, he's going for it. He's, <laughs> he he's is going, going for, for it. it. Wow. Well, I'll reach out to him. I mean, like you know, uh, he's all the way in New Zealand, though. That's fair warning. Sure. So, sure. yeah, but he's going for it. Wow. I, you know what? I'm always so impressed by the creativity. Oh, me too. So, you know, getting back to it, the, the real question is, is there, is there, do I have a guilty pleasure yeah. uh, or, or, or something that, that I would be, you know, I, I would think twice, I would have, do, do I have a secret uh, figure that I, I don't really want anybody to really know about? Um, I'm pretty, I, I'm pretty, I'm, as you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. Um, well, I was too. I just showed you. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I love, yeah, you're, you're preaching the choir here, right? So, yeah. um, is there anything that I'd be I'd be guilty to own uh or, or feel somewhat guilty to own? Um I'm not just the, the actually the actual short answer is no. I don't, I don't mean I have anything that I'd be guilty of, but I I think I think I have something which I would be ashamed not not so much ashamed, I'm actually still proud of it, but it always makes me second guess myself if I want to tell somebody how much I spent on this one item. You know what I mean? I think that's probably the one that that kind of always gets me a little bit because what like it's like i'm proud that i have it because it's one of a kind it's never going to be reproduced uh but at the same time i'm kind of like jesus christ they spent that much money on this thing you know what i mean like that's that's right, probably so spill it yeah it's it's my sort of omens my custom sort of omens right uh i um here i'll i'll, I'll bring it out i, I don't know All if right. you've ever seen it it's uh it usually stays i don't usually come up here anymore um it's i have guests in i have guests over so this is my pride. It is, it is my pride and joy. It is. But I spent a god-awful amount of money on this thing uh, because I needed to have it just right. I just, I could, I could not, I could not let it go. So no other, no, 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 no other manufacturer can make this. They won't, they won't because they, they don't know what they're doing. So this is my sort of omens. Wow. It's absolutely 100% accurate. Oh, look at that. To the illustrations. The only thing is that the jewels in the in the hilt, yeah, and uh, in, in the in the handle, um, I was talked out of actually putting them in by the by the swordsmith, because this this actually is a forged sword, right? Mm -hmm. Wow! And it's tempered. You know, you can actually chop like people have chopped wood with stuff like this. I I won't, right? And it has the eye of thunder on one side and the sword and, and the uh, you know thundercat symbol on the other. And again, it's 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 a beautiful sword. Um, is that sharp? Huh? No, no, uh, it's a it's a virgin blade because I didn't I I don't like I take it to conventions every now and then. Okay, a lot of people play with it, and I don't want kids to you know. Come yeah. On it. Um, you want to hazard a guess how much I paid for this thing? 
I guess I guess I'm going to be on the low end. Uh, two grand. That is pretty low. Yeah, that's a, that that is definitely low end. Uh, one more guess, and then I'll tell you. Oh man, five grand. Uh, that's a bit high. Uh, All right. I, I, I spent I spent forty five hundred dollars on this. Woo! You spent five grand. <laughs> I, I spent yeah. Uh, shipping it over was about Ooh. another hundred dollars. So for forty forty six hundred forty six hundred dollars. Wow. Right? That's yeah. like half a car. Well, used to be. Wow. Wow. So, so I'm, not, I'm not ashamed of this in any way, but I, I do I do take a double take sometimes, and people always take a double take when I tell them how much I spent. Jeez. <laughs> Oh man, my uh I you'd be reading about me in an obituary <laughs> if I did something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, That's that, you know some, some people are like, you spent how much on, on Unicron? You spent how much on blah blah blah? You spent how much on this? And <laughs> I never I never say it, but I'm all, I'm always looking at them like you have no idea. Wow. <laughs> you have no idea. When it comes to spending money on something, you have absolutely no idea. Right. Hey, well, if you got it right and you you clearly have a passion for it, oh yeah, why not? You know, I'm not going to criticize you, but woo, woo, I don't think that's too rich for my blood. <laughs> well, it was at a time where I had a really, I had a really like you know, I had a really good job and and I had I disposable income at the, at, oh. at that point like crazy, and I saved up for it though. Like I I I, I paid in installments, so mm -hmm. you know, a grand here, a grand there, and. Yeah, I was very happy. He was very happy, and and he still talk. And you know, we, we we both still are very happy with our purchase. Did you? I must have missed that video. Did you put that on your channel? No, that was you. Like, uh, no, not really. I just talk about it. I don't really. I don't really have, you know, a, a show a tell kind of thing. That I, I, I never really did that. But. You know, before we wrap it up, I I got a laugh. You, you caught me on that. Uh, <laughs> it was so kind of clickbait. Uh, that Tila topless video. <laughs> so, yeah. and, I, and I realized you caught like a million people because it was something like 75,000 views. No, it wasn't that much. It, it, it wasn't that much. It, 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 I, think, I think at last count it was like 45, 45K. Um, well, I kind of feel bad about that too. Um, because uh, Cobweb Collector, uh, he did, it's actually his video, right? Yeah. And I, I give him complete props in the in the video and he's thanked me you know for the shout out and everything like that but i do kind of feel bad about it uh in a little in, in some sense and i you know I, I wish i wish i could transfer some of those hits over to him and i've again I, I pushed as many people as i could over to his channel right yeah um but i think his video hits 75 like seven thousand five hundred views on that which is for his channel is great but I, you know i want i want to be able to help him more right um but it's just it's just it's just those things. And this this is one of those things where, where it really proves that with YouTube, you have to be creative and you have to, in a lot of ways, sometimes you do have to be clickbaity in, in that sense, right? Yeah. Because it was that it's it's that whole idea, right? It's like I'm not, it's not a lie. She's topless because you can remove the top, right? <laughs> so it's 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 technically not a lie. Right? Technically, whole, yeah. That, that is the whole idea of the video, right? <laughs> but the thumbnail. It's it comes up to here, mm -hmm. right? Just below where you can see the um, you know, the the the, the bustier, right? <laughs> Just below you where you can see it. And and you know what? People are people, man. That's human nature is human nature. It's not just guys who are clicking on it. Hey, girls click on it too. Like, you know, it's 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 just this thing, and like, oh my god, what are they showing? Who's doing this? 
right? But yeah. it, it, it sparks a conversation. People laugh about it. Some people are like, how dare you? You know what I mean? And 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 people don't even watch it. It's like, oh my god, this is this is disgusting, right? And it's crazy. It's like, have you even watched the video? Like, it's it, it's nuts. But it's just it's just that thing. Thumbnails and titles are what win YouTube, right? Mm -hmm. And that's that's how that's how that, that's how that is. And yeah, I'm not gonna lie. It, it was it was intentional the way I, I, I crafted that that video and it paid off but 45k is not something to sneeze at man so oh uh, yeah but it, it's again it, it and i feel I, I do feel sort of sort of bad about it right and i i told i told cobweb i'm like i'm like brother you should you know do something like that but he you know uh you know he i, I, I guess he's not as brave as i am to to put something like that on, on his channel you know what i mean like like it could have easily backfired it, it, it could have gotten you know yeah. a community warning or whatever right but it, it, it's not enough there's there's not enough there to, to to warrant that right, but again you gotta you gotta play the game in the in yeah. in the within the confines of what YouTube allows you to do right so I, I cracked up when I saw that so you, you know. clicked you clicked it though right oh I clicked it I clicked it not to see any sort of plastic no but you uh, were curious you were you're like, like like how far did they go right like <laughs> this is this is this is because okay so after I put out the video yeah. Somebody in the comments said, "Oh, um, uh, what's it called? Uh, Battlegrounds Tila. You can take your top off completely." And I was like, "Get out of town!" And apparently, I don't know if you've ever tried it, but apparently, yeah, you can take off her top. You can take off her bikini completely. No, I haven't tried it. I think what you have to do though is you have to heat it up because the glue. I think there's glue on it. I think that's actually what happened, right? Yeah. But yeah, apparently you can take her top off too. And this time, there's actually nothing under there. It's it's so. <laughs> you can, you know, AJ, you can, you can make a, you can make a topless Tila video. Uh, yeah, if you're brave enough to take that, if you're brave enough to take that off. Yeah, well, actually, um, I have a uh, Elvira NECA figure that. Uh, uh, yeah, but it, it doesn't have the same punch if it actually is supposed to be naked. You know what I mean? Because yeah, like, yeah, yeah. um, what's it called? Uh, the uh, I have a whole bunch of 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 figures which actually do. You know, go topless, like actually topless. Yeah. Um, any of any of the uh, any of the coffin figures, all their tops come off. You know what I mean? Like um, Red Sonia, I think her. Well, I don't think Red Sonia actually. Actually, maybe she does. But um, uh, Vampirella, you know, um, what's it called? Um, Lady Death. All mm -hmm. all these all these characters, they all all their tops come off. So it doesn't have the same punch as a character who's supposed to who goes naked every now and then. It just doesn't have that same punch. To a, to a taboo character like oh my god Tila's top comes off like you know that that really gets that really gets the clicks you know what I mean so yeah if 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 you are brave enough to to, to take off Battlegrounds Tila's uh you know bikini and just say hey that'll be your real, next one the true topless uh you know I expect and, a whole series of these videos from you my friend <laughs> and things, you you can be clever about it too because you can just you can just bl blur out that section. Yeah. And just say, trust me, guys. This is real. If you want to see the real pictures, head over to my Instagram account. Uh, you know, there are other ways to prove it, right? And and then that, with your actual video, you're like, oh, Tila, this is actually kind of taste tasteful. You yeah. You, no, but you, that's what you say. You yeah. say, oh, they, you know, they, they they were really respectful, even though they had to do this. But I understand why, because you know, it doesn't look right if it's molded into the character. You know, there there are ways to spin everything, right? right. And and you're not lying. Uh, so I guess we uh, ran the uh, the gamut, my friend. So, 
So do you have uh, anything else that uh, you would like to uh, touch upon or add, Jay, before we sign off? Um, uh, not, you know, not, not, not in particular. Uh, I will say that I, I'm working on a whole bunch of different projects right now. Um, I partnered up with, with a, a local company here called Titan Toys and they invited me to their, uh, you might've seen the, um, the walkthrough of their, of their warehouse. Uh, I was blown away by some of the stuff that they're doing here in Canada. Um, they do have a United States presence. So basically anything over $250, uh, it's free shipping and all their prices on their website are inclusive of tax. Uh, okay. But the project itself uh, for TitanToys.com, um, they basically have, have said, "Hey, you know, we got a couple of figures you, that we think you'd like to to take a look at." Uh, the first figure I took a look at this week was Ryu from Street Fighter and from Jada. If anybody hasn't actually played with those toys, oh my god, amazing figures for the price point. They're in and around thirty-five to forty dollars, and they are in the same articulation level as like an SH Figure Arts figure. Not exactly to that level, but. You'd expect this from like a true, like a, a Japanese import. You know what I mean? Like it's yeah. that good. Um, but the big one that's coming up that I'm, I'm I'm working with Jada is the Heat Boys Michelangelo. Now this is something of which I was expecting Mad Hatter to to do a review on, but it's not cheap. This thing's like three hundred dollars Canadian. You know what I mean? It's it is not a. There's no way I could have afforded this thing myself. You know what I mean? And thanks to Titan Toys, I actually am in the process of reviewing this one toy. And I gotta tell you, I was playing. I was playing with it today. It is hard to get this in one video. I've actually had to split it up into, th into two videos, maybe even three videos. No, it's probably gonna be two videos because the amount of stuff this guy comes with, and the fact that he's he's actually almost his entire frame is made of of diecast. Mm. So mm. you remember back in the day, you know, diecast is such a lost art. This guy yeah. weighs a ton, and I mean a ton. And he's just everything about him. Like if you're into Gundam. Or, you know, like 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 an anime, if you're into Gundam, this is a, a turtle Gundam. Mm -hmm. He looks absolutely insane. And again, at the price point, there was there would be no way for me to, to even, like, you know, hold this guy. And now I'm actually doing a full review on it. And I, I want to give a huge shout-out to, to Titan Toys for giving me that, that opportunity because, um, again, like, I, I might be doing more projects for these guys in the future, so I just wanted to, to let your audience know that uh, if you want, if you're into Mecca, if you're into Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, this is like the unification of both properties and into this amazing, you know, uh, um, figure. Uh, it's a Gundam turtle. You know what I mean? It literally is a, a Mecha turtle. So um, that, that review is coming in uh, very, very soon. And I also have a few other uh, smaller reviews with Titan Toys for Ryu, uh, for Ryu and for uh, Stellara from, from Sectars, which is very exciting, right? And I'm, um, I, I, again, uh, a wonderful opportunity uh, through this through this company, Titan Toys. So if, if you guys are interested, definitely come check that out on the, on the channel. I'll have those up uh, within the next week or so. So it's going to be a lot of fun. And didn't you create, maybe I'm remembering, you know, didn't you create another channel as well? On I have three, I have three channels, oh. three other yeah. channels. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, they're like so. I have MGR Collector, which is a which is my toy hunting channel dedicated to, to get it to, dedicated to hunting channel. Oh, yeah. I I went down south to Buff. I went down south to Niagara and Buffalo this uh, this past uh, a, a few weeks ago, and uh, I'm cataloging my journey down back down to the United States. Um, uh, I visited a couple Targets. I visited a couple Ollies. Ollies was an eye opener. I don't know if you've ever been to Ollies uh, in your neck of the woods, but what a no. what a it, it it was just a uh, like when you see it, the video, it literally, I can't believe I walked into Ollie's. I was like, what, where, what did this place exists? 
Like it's absolutely you hear the rumors, right? But if you don't have one anywhere near you, you're never gonna know. Right. I did the two Ollies uh, during this trip, and both of them just completely blew my mind, um, and not such in a good way. So you know, take that as you will. But okay. when you see it, you, you'll 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 understand the uh, what's been happening with that. And the other two channels are up and coming. One is a re one is a React channel. Uh, I'm working on a whole bunch of projects that that was really slow to pick up, which is fine. Uh, you know, it, it's 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 a slow game, and I understand that. And the last one is a little bit more rooted. I mean, like I'm experimenting with uh, with bargain hunting uh, mm -hmm. because I think people need bargains now. Yeah, uh, it, it's hard to pay for food. It's hard to pay for rent. So I want to do my part and try and try and get people, uh, you know, uh, at least in, in my neck of the woods in Canada. Uh, the awareness that hey, this is a good deal. You check it out. Um, okay. You're going to save some money here. They have clearances at Costco. They have clearances here as well. So you know, you know, head over there, save some money. You know, and and you know, don't 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 spend money where you don't need to. You know, again, toys are fun, um, but you got to help people sometimes. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like times are tough right now, and it's really important to to bring awareness to that. And I, I think that that's going to be a big thing. I, I don't know. I don't like that one is more of a pet project. I'm not really looking to, you know, do anything special with that. I just want, I just want to get it out there and see if anybody can, can, you know, um, benefit from, from those types of things. And that one's going to be like an ongoing thing. Basically, whenever I go shopping, I'm, I'm basically just going to look around for deals in my local area and just tell, Hey, check out your local Costco, check out your local um, price chopper or check out, check out this deal, check out that deal. Gas is going on, you know, gas is rumored to go on sale at, at this time. You know, just those type of little quick hits that maybe people can save some money. That's a nice thing. It really is. Hmm. Hopefully you're successful with that. So It's it's less about being successful and more about trying to get people a little bit more value. Cause and, and that's what I mean. You know what I mean? If you're yeah. if you're bringing value to people and you're helping people. I hope people so. Anyway, well, yeah, I hope so. It, 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 might not, it might not pan out, but you know, if I can help a few people, it'd be great. Yeah. Okay. Great. All right. Well, that's a wrap all. Uh, we want to thank Jay for being on today. Thank you very much, sir. Appreciate thank it. You. Thank you. It was a pleasure to have you on. It was a pleasure to be here, my friend. Great. And thanks to all of you for listening or watching this podcast. And if you haven't checked it out, be sure to uh, head over to Mega J Retro and all of his other YouTube channels uh, and support all of Jay's awesome content there. And if you enjoyed this show, please show us your support by subscribing to our streams or channel. Please give us a like and a comment below where able. And you can always drop us a line too by sending us an email to Fortunate at gmail.com uh, we really do appreciate the feedback and as always visit us at foreternia.com for all the latest updates and news as well as link links to our social media pages like x facebook and instagram that can help you stay up to date with all the masters of the universe content so that's it we would like to thank you again for listening and let the power return we'll see you next time bye everyone